Hello, 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 everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Kimboology. Hey, guys. Who's that? <laughs> Who's that there, guys? It's me, Becky, a.k.a. Baxter Lexter. Yeah. A.k.a. Kuna. Um, oh, my God. Wow. So high. She's high as fuck right I now. I smoke. So Kim smoked me out with. Some eau de Kimbo. That's right. It's really good, guys. And you guys took like three puffs. We are high as fuck. Mm-hmm. And you guys, we are high on my own supply. What's up? Yeah. Your girl, your she girl. Went off. I'm so fucking proud right now, y'all. I'm She's so a fucking chemist. proud. You can add that on to her resume. Okay. okay. <laughs> Listen, cultivator Kimbo. <laughs> we smoked my homegrown sour stomper strain. So I fucking grew that bitch when she was a little bit seed and we've been curing so i've only guys it was a sight to see in this little greenhouse it really was like i that that takes like real research and due diligence to be like have plants like that beautiful and your first fucking try thank you becky because you know what Thank you. Because that's what people, like, Ricky was saying that too. He was like, Kim, this is pretty good for your first home grow. Like, this is her first time ever growing weed. But I, you guys, I studied in on this. She did. I did Mm -hmm. all my homework, you know. I didn't, I, the thing is, when I come, like, when I went into it, I was just kind of like, oh, just fucking grow. I'll put some chicken shit in there and whatever, you know, it'll grow. It's weed. <laughs> but then when I started to really like get into it, like I, you know, my, my horticulture self came up, came yeah. out and I just like got really, I researched, I'm part of so many different groups. Like, you know, I nerd out about it now. You guys yeah. heard the last episode because the, the last week's episode was all about cannabis and being a nerd. So they yeah. don't want to hear any more of this. They're, they're like, Kim, we get it. <laughs> you smoke weed, you grow weed. We get it. You guys... Thank you for joining us again. Uh, so yeah, welcome back. It's another episode in Kimboology land. Um, this is episode 51, guys. Dang. Yes, episode 51. You ready? You ready, Becky? 51. Yes. Okay. Nung sao ha. Ha. Ha sipet. Nung songs. Yeah. Ha sipet. Because it's 51. So it's ha is 50. is 5. Sip is 10 and et mm. is like saying like one because you don't say nung. So it's like ha sip okay. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Watch my Tyler. So I'm going to be like, bitch, you are completely wrong. No. <laughs> um, yeah. So that's how do you say 51 in Thai? Um, as you guys It's heard, crazy that it's just, it blows my mind, the language. You know how you said all those things to say a number. A number. A yeah. two digit number. Yeah. Well, you said what? Cinquenta y uno. Cinquenta y uno. That's four syllables. Four syllables. This is... You said like 10, bitch. Ha sepet. No. Oh, okay. I had three. You had more okay. than me, bitch, talking shit about Thai. <laughs> that just blows my mind. I mean, bitch. No, Thai is some shit, guys. It's, it's hard. It's really hard. I'm probably... If Thai people listeners are probably like, Kim, you're not even saying it right. <laughs> like, <laughs> sorry. But I love ha, like the nung song sao si ha, right? One, two, three, four, five. Five is ha. So it's cute because in Thai, if you follow like Thai Instagram or like Thai like social, like instead mm-hmm. of us, you know how like, you know how like your people be saying ja, 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 ja for like ha, yeah, yeah, ha, yeah. ha, ha. They say five, 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 the number five. Oh. Because five is high. 
That's fucking cute. Isn't that cute? It's cute oh as my fuck. God. Right? I love that. So if you see Thai people doing that on each other's pages, putting five, 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 five. I kind of want to use that. It's cute, right? That's cute. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you'd uh-huh. be like, oh my God, they're saying ha, 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 ha. That's so of, cute. Yeah, yeah. So it's a little, that's a little insider, guys, for you guys. If you guys are in the Thai community, uh, yes. Or the Thai Instagram streets, Thai Twitter, or whatever maybe the you're fuck. You're trying to holler at someone who works at a Thai restaurant. A there you go. Place. There you go. Get you a Ladies, Thai woman. Maybe there's a cute cook on that line. Okay. Or guys, maybe there's a cute little like manager. Tenderoni. Right. What's a Thai tenderoni? <laughs> hey. <laughs> Just like, you know, slide in her DMs and see, like, right. be like, and then you're like kicking with her and you'd be like, five, 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 five. She's like, <gasps> yeah. Right? Uh-huh. That's a flex. Yeah. That's a little is. bit of a flex. Yeah, so that's like a little incident. Why is it that Mexicans and Hispanics say ja, 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 ja? What is that? Well, <laughs> the thing is, we have a, like, you can say, like, in the kids in Spanish, we're like, ha, ha. Like, they say the same thing, like, kind of, maybe because our country is so close to the U.S. and, you know. But they say, but it's spelled J-A. Yeah, because the thing is, in Spanish, the word, the letter J sounds like the letter H. Okay, like that same thing. Okay, that's where that comes. Okay, from. so uh-huh. ja 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 ja. It's like ha, right. ha, ha, ha. Cute. Yes. Look at this. Look at this. Uh, yes, this international Thailand, right? Mexican alliance. Right? This international. <laughs> we international bitch, dude. A Mexican and Thai restaurant. That'd be fusion. Dope. I, I don't know about fusion. I'm not. I, oh, just like separate. But Fuck like, you. Not separate, but like, you know, kind of Segregated. Like... <laughs> She's like, um... Thai people are going to go... <laughs> Let's keep it nice and segregated. <laughs> How's she going to come for us? <laughs> Talk about segregated restaurants. Uh, you know what? No, I'm full of shit because one of my favorite restaurants, <laughs> Del Sol. Have you ever been there in Lincoln Park? Del Sol. Why does that sound familiar? It's on Clark. It's literally down the street from Molly's Cupcakes. Ooh, bitch. Dude, it's... Mexican and Korean fusion. Oh, cute! It is. I'm. A, I love so a fusion. Good. If they do it right, I'm I can't here believe for I'm it. never taking you there. We gotta go. Okay, because I, I haven't. Do. I don't think I've uh-huh. been to it. It's like one of my favorite places. That was one of the places when we were in quarantine. That's where I would go out of my way. That's one like, of them too. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, then I gotta go. Yeah. Yeah. Because you know, like during the during the pandemic, right, guys, we all kind of like. Stuck you know, to your bubble in your neighborhood, right? Or if you did have that Which, restaurant, like, you would drive to. For some people, that's what they do. But like people like me and Kim, we I like I work on the opposite end of the city. Yeah, Kim has had a million jobs and does a million things and knows a million people, so she's like constantly out and about. So sometimes if we're at home and we want a certain something from a certain restaurant that's yeah, we will travel there. We will travel know? for food. Yeah. We'll travel for food. Yeah. No, I've driven. Yeah, like mm-hmm. I dead ass go in the city just for a croissant sandwich, like yeah, from Westtown Bakery. It. It's weird. Like, sorry. Yeah, no, I ramen it. same. Yeah, shout out to Kinton Ramen in Chicago. I go out there and get some ramen. For but. me, because I live in South Chicago and I work in Lincoln Park, I go out of my way to go to Link. I will go on my day off to Lincoln Park for either the Bagelers. Which is like the best bagels in Chicago. Okay. Like the closest thing you can get to anything from the East Coast. Do they have like that our, rainbow bagel there? No, they Damn. don't. It's like a real bagel place. Like they don't do any bullshit. It's delicious. <laughs> Did she just call a rainbow bagel bullshit? <laughs> yeah, the I mean, blasphemy. come on. I mean, Bitch. like, listen, it's cute. I get it. It's like Instagrammable, but like, chill, it's you know? One. <laughs> I always see Matt Torres. Shout out to you, Matt Torres, the comedian that was on the show before. 
He, Where does uh, he get them from? He gets them from somewhere in Chicago. I keep, ta- I, whenever he posts it, I'm always like, nigga, what's up with these bagels? But he, like, he loves it. He stands. I have to find out. I mean, listen, whatever brings you joy. True. Go off. Go you off. know, like, yeah. get yourself a rainbow bangle. <laughs> I want I a rainbow guess. bangle. So I go, I'll go there and then I'll go to Athenian room, which is the Greek oh, restaurant. Yes. I've taken you there, yes, right? Yeah. Yes. Guys, if I take you to Athenian room, it's either because I really, really fucking love you or I'm going to marry you. Ooh, y'all like, heard that's... it first. <laughs> y'all heard it first. Yeah. I'm very like particular about who I take there because I'm like friendly with the staff. My yeah. favorite buster. I, I gave him, I've given him Christmas gifts. That's Aww, how much I love him. That's yeah. so cute. We're like. Friends, when I he was when I saw him after everything reopened, you hugged we him. Hugged, oh my god, we hugged for like two minutes. Everyone was very confused. Like around us, <laughs> like, are you fucking her? <laughs> he's also like really this like tiny, petite, skinny man. I love that though. And so I'm like this big bitch. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> he's like, damn, you hitting that though? What's up? I know, right? No, I think I he's. I mean, he's not. I mean, he's never told me, but I think he might be gay. Mm. Um, I don't know, but he's a part of the LGBT yeah, he's, TQIA he's, plus he's community the man ever. He's like an angel. No, listen, you have, we have our regular places right. we frequent. We have our, you know, a shout out to all of our like hairstylists, nail, you know, techs, things, you know, estheticians, right? Yeah. We got to take care of our people. My lash lady, you know what I'm saying? Like I, I give her Christmas gifts, like shout yeah. out to her. Like I love her. Like we have the best conversations, but yeah, you got to take care of your people. Like during this pandemic, like I made sure to even go out of my way to give business right. to the, my favorite place because I wanted right. them to survive. Exactly. So I was like, well, fuck. Like, you know, I have to go and give them money, you know, and yeah. I would tip them like crazy and they'd be like, oh, thank you so much. Yeah. You know, oh my God, bitch, I got my nails done today and I almost, I was so high getting my nails. I went in there and I was like picking up the money and like, I almost forgot to tip him. Girl. I know. And then I, I was like, because I was high and then I was like, wait a yeah. minute. 30. I'm like, wait, I gave him a 10. Oh, fuck. I didn't tip him. So I ran back in there. I gave him money. Yeah. Because I will not be that stereotype. Yeah, no. I will not be that stereotype. Well, I don't know. I don't, I mean, I guess because I work on tips. I'm so beyond stereotypes because like sometimes you just never know. Like people can come well, in. Well, good, good. A Caucasian person could come in like oh. labeled out. Oh, yeah. And like driving a fucking Rolls Royce. Give you and, nothing. Like, they'll give you like $2. Yeah. Oh, I've seen. You but that's exactly I mean? how they stay rich, right? Because they're like, that's the thing. People would say that though. Yeah, they're like, oh, the rich people always, that's not true. Right. The best tippers are people just like me and you. Yeah. Like the ones that are actually out here working really hard for their right. dollar because they actually no. know how much that goes a long way. No, especially in the pandemic. You know, I had clients Venmo me. Venmo Yeah, me I did money, too. And I was yeah. just like so moved that I was like, I have to like send this back out in the universe. Yeah. And like 100%. Go, like support someone else. Yeah. And, like, you know, obviously pay my own bills. Yeah. But, you know, go and like tip someone and or just order food just for the and well obviously i'm gonna eat it but right no 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 like i've been doing the most now because i know the restaurant industry is trash Mm -hmm. because of everything they've gone through during the pandemic and then people not wanting to work and stuff so now i'm like thank you for being here because i know you don't have to in the sense of like you could choose to be like i'm just gonna stay at home and get some money from the government like no you're choosing to work like thank you and here you go like i'll give like extra money now like bitch i tipped my popeyes guy the other day 
Oh, good. Great. <laughs> like yeah. Popeyes. I'm like, yeah. here you go. They were like, what? But the thing is, like, those are the people that like end up taking care of you. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I so I yesterday had a birthday party for my niece. Well, it was like something small. It wasn't like a big party. We had it. We had to cook out. Her cake was sickening. Yeah, so it was she, Starbucks. She, yeah. So her mom, she's like, make it Starbucks theme. That's what she's really into right now. She's 12, by the way. <laughs> 12. Allison's a who. Like she's She's been else. here before. Yeah. And um oh she ha- totally. She's, she's been here before. Yeah. And and you know what? I have felt that yeah. since the day I met that little girl. Old like, soul. Yeah. Oh, we like we knew each other in a past life. Yeah, for sure. she's been here before. So um so we had this this Starbucks themed little like cookout for her. And um so I actually was going to Starbucks and like getting the cups. And it was so funny because like um, the first time I went, I was so like, this is such a weird question. I felt so bashful asking it. And I was like, can I get like five of the grande like cups, like the paper ones? And the, the dude was like, yeah. And I was like, you can charge me if you want. Like, it's fine. Like, I understand. He's like, it's okay. You can have this. Like, okay. <laughs> well, for him, so, it's not coming out of his pocket. It's not coming out of right. his money. And so that's what I, what the I was like, yeah, they're right. So anyways, uh, the second time I went, I went to... This other Starbucks, it's the one on Stony Island on 79th or 72nd. And, like, that Starbucks is, like, pretty much the only Starbucks that serves, like, all of South Shore and, like, all, all of South Chicago. They're V, 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 busy. Mm-hmm. Like, all the fucking time, any hour of the day. And so I went in on Friday night to mm-hmm. go get some more cups. And... I was like, I'm not going to go through the drive-thru because, like, the line was really long. And I was like, I know I'm going to wait inside, but, like, this is such a weird order that I'm going to have. Like, let me just go inside and just save them. Go inside and save them the trouble. Mm -hmm. So I go inside, and it was just like, dude, they were, like, a mess. Like, and not, like, in a way that I'm putting them down. Like, you could tell it was, like, the end of their workday, and they were just all so exhausted and They've been running around frantic. And, like, just their their brains were just fried. So anyways... um. I go up to the register and I tell the girl, I'm like, hey, because I, I wanted a tea anyways. I was like, hey, can I get this tea with the, like, this and that? And she's like, yeah, sure. And I was like, also, I was like, can I get like 10 of your like grande paper cups? And oh no, I was also getting like a birth uh, gift card for Allison. Mm-hmm. And I was like, can I get 10 of them? And she's like, yeah. And I was like, and I was, and the way she, and the way she said, yeah, like just her face, like she just looked like her, like she had, like her mind was just gone and like her shirt was all loose and dirty. Like I just yeah. felt so bad for her. And I was like, so I was like, I just felt, and I was like, yeah, I'm having like a little party for my niece on Sunday and she's, we're doing it Starbucks theme. She's like, oh, that's so cute. She's like, yeah, of course you're going to have some. And dude, in that moment, I was like, I was like, and I was like, here, and this is also for you. And I gave her a $5 bill and she was so like, yeah. This is for me, and I was like, "Oh my like, god!" And I think because like she had been so exhausted, yeah. and like it's a thankless job, especially at fucking Starbucks, right? And she was like, "Oh," and like she just like looked like she was about to cry, Stop. and I was like. No, I was like, that's, I was like, no, thank you. I appreciate it. I was like, you're so nice for not charging me for this. And she's like, do you want, cu- like, do you want some more cups? Like, grab some straws, too. Aww. And like, and she gave me a bunch of little bags. And I was just like, you know what? Tipping, it gets you so far. Yeah. Like, you know, a dollar, even. Yeah, like, something. Yeah. Like, next time you, it was, okay, next time you see a paletero, the, the popsicle vendors that like walk around the city and like, mm-hmm. you know, in those little push carts. Yeah. Next to me by Sia Paletero, 
I know they cost you what a dollar fifty. Yeah, you give them five like five bucks. Don't ask for change back. Or like if yeah. you give them that's so three dollars. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like let them keep like a dollar. What's it gonna you know? do to you though, guys? Right. Like honestly, like truly, like it just really. Oh, this reminds me of the story when like our friend Senya told us about that one bitch she went to Thailand with. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, you guys. This is like this is the one. We'll probably share this another time. But like, I think I know. Actually, I told this before on the podcast. It was like where like my I one friend. You know what? I think you did. I remember listening. Yeah, to it. yeah. My one friend Zen and her friend whatever at that time went to Thailand, and she she's in. By the way, you're in Thailand, so you know the the literally one American dollar is like thirty five baht. Right, the, the the you know I don't know I've never been. Well, I mean, like yeah. that's like the tra- that's like the difference. So okay. one American dollar is like thirty five fucking oh wow you uh Thai dollars right yeah. thirty three thir- around there right it yeah. roughly, you know, and like this bitch was going off on this Thai person because she was like like what they were they wanted to charge her a little more or, like she had bought like a ticket to like a uh, they were supposed to get on a ferry yeah to leave an island to go another island and I guess they missed. They reread this. They misread the schedule. They got there. The ferry was gone. Yeah. And basically, the people at the ticket booth were like, "Well, we're this is only good for that time slot, so you're yeah. gonna have to buy another ticket." Yeah. And, and she like went like the fuck off. She was like seven dollars. It was something. like the equivalent of like twelve or fifteen U.S. dollars or something like that. It was something that me and you. What is that gonna do for us? You right. know. But when it, with a Thai person, that's like literally somebody's like livelihood in mm-hmm. that sense you know what i mean like that makes a lot of that's a big difference to them okay right. so it just infuriated me because she was like this is horrible customer service and da, da, da. Guys, she literally asked this wooden ticket booth like yeah. the, the, it was literally like just a, a, on the dirt road yeah what was the number to the customer the customer service, service. <laughs> talk about being so far removed to, to what reality is like what <laughs> I bet that type person when went I to heard her, that what, I was embarrassed that I knew her. Yeah, honestly, honestly guys, I was truly, like, truly. The, and then she thought she wasn't super close to me, but no, enough where I was just like, I can't believe I hung out with her. And you I, know? I, you know me, this, I'm Thai. This is my people. Like this is my oh, country. Yeah, and you're being fucked up to them over twelve dollars, right. bitch. You make how much money a fucking year? Like stop, like. Right fuck out of here like that's like when i went to cuba bitch and like i when i stayed at that casa like when i went to cuba like i left like her like 20 dollars, and she was just like like you know what i mean like i just like left like money for her or whatever and like it was like it was like airbnb it wasn't just you know whatever i just like gave it to her and she just like literally was like thank you so much and i was like yeah, of course you know right. like mind you i'm not balling like that right. i'm really not i feel but like this conversation kind of makes the sounds it's kind of make a sound kind of makes the sound materialistic but it's not about being materialistic more so in like just spreading good energy yeah and like the the saying of like leave people better than how you found them very true like honestly guys think about that think about how you feel around certain people and think about like when you walk away from them or when you leave or what or they leave how do you feel after they left yeah and if it's a negative feeling that's act that's something you should actively be practicing right. not to do to I've, other people 100%. you know like yeah. and i think that's kind of like what it comes back to us because i think too like as a person of color who comes from like very humble beginnings like i don't know i know enough about money to know that like it's not everything and it's not gonna be like yes money doesn't make you happy but also like 
Money buys you a roof over your head. Yeah. So you're safe from yeah. the elements. Money buys you food that keeps you nourished. So it's like we live in a world where obviously currency and money is something that we need to survive. That's, yeah. that's the reality of the world I live in at this moment, you know, and... Yeah, I don't know. So it's like if I can give a little extra, you know, to my server or take care of my favorite busser at one of my favorite restaurants, like why the fuck not? Why not? Exactly. It makes me feel good for sure. So, Becky, we haven't even told anybody what we're what the episode's oh, about. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, I my homegrown my my weed that this I grew is good. This old de Kimbo. it hits different. <laughs> Yo, it we it really did get us fucked up, yeah, didn't it? Did. Oh my god, I'm so proud right now. Yeah, girl, this yeah. is amazing. I know, and then it, it's only been curing for nine days. So, like, essentially, if like if you want, if you're What's like, it gonna, how long are you gonna cure it for? Well, let's just say like literally like cannabis cup award winning, you know, strains of weed. Like they cure for like six months. Wow. <laughs> Some of them will, yeah, no, but they say in an average like a month, like two weeks to a month is good. It's only been eight days, nine days, and it's wow. and it's hitting like that. So I'm really proud. I'm fucking yeah. proud, y'all. I grew that shit in my in my backyard, my chickens. It's a chicken science, poop. guys. Yeah, it's truly a science. So yeah, but we talked about that already. So <laughs> what are we talking about this week? So our main topic, we're gonna have a little fun this week, guys. We honestly, the recycling in the news is gonna be a little bit, little bit more meaty this time. We have a a masturbate medicate meditate for you guys this week um and we're gonna move that to the beginning of the you know up, up, towards the beginning of the show we're restructuring right we're restructuring the show we want to have fun but we want to make sure that you know the important parts of the show are here um our our sexy sustainability our recycling in the news like we want to make sure those elements are fully in the episode and then um our main topic this week we're just gonna have some fun little like like Becky had an idea of what is it your fun like a like a fun date or something. Yeah, so I was I asked a few people on my Instagram like what was the best date they've ever been on. That was like a non occasion, like okay. not an anniversary, like not a engagement, right? You no know, date, like more like your partner just put something together for you. Okay, like, you know. So yeah, we're engaging on, with you guys more. Yeah, yeah. And I had a I had a poll, and it's just <laughs> funny about like just like TV shows. And I put a poll on the Instagram, and then we're gonna talk about that later. That'll be like our main topic. So we're kind of gonna start this like engagement more with our audience, with you guys. So if you don't already follow our Instagram pages, follow you know Kimbo underscore ish. Follow Kimboology podcast. Follow at Bexter Lexter. Um, those are our pages where we're going to be engaging with you guys. So we want to like, you know, we're going to shout you out. We're going to say your name or if you don't want to say your name, you can also leave it anonymous too. Yeah. So yeah, so that's like our main topic. But before we get into that, um, I did want to just say a couple things. Um, so one of my dear, dear friends, Jeremy, um, he was on the show twice. You know, he was my actor friend. He moved to LA recently. Uh, Jeremy is literally the voice of our commercial breaks, Jeremy, you know, Jeremy as a hunter, his mother passed away. Oh no. So yes. Um, his mother passed away from cancer. So I just wanted to say, Jeremy, we love you. Um, I love you. Thank you so much for everything you do. You know, you've always had my back. You're, you know, you're an amazing actor and our hearts are with you. So, and he moved oh, to LA man. like a few weeks, like maybe a month ago and his mom passed when was he was there. Sudden? She had cancer before, oh. but Literally, I just, that's exactly what happened to me in the sense of like yeah. me leaving, me moving to Thailand and then losing my father. So I know what he's going through. So yeah. I just wanted to give him some love on the podcast. Um, he's been on the show, you oh, know, nice. twice. He's literally the voice of our commercials. So Aww. shout out to you, Jeremy Isaiah Hunter. We love you. 
So I just sending wanted to wish love. Yes, sending you love. I, I'm gonna and healing. I, he don't listen some all the time, so I'm gonna send this over him so he listens. But yeah, we love you, and I'll have we to find the episode that he's been on. There's a couple. There's a we did. He was on the second episode of the show. Um, when we did extra, Maybe extra, I just don't remember it. Yeah. Well, he's been on the show a few times and he's a great guy and he's a good friend, of dear, dear friend of mine. And you know, right now, you know, my heart goes out to him. So, Aww. um, and I don't even think I even shouted out, you know, or even talked about, um, you know, um, Michael K. Williams. I, I might not have. No, I don't think you did. Michael K. Williams is a brilliant, brilliant actor. Um, some of the shows he was on was, you know, um, uh, Boardwalk Empire, uh, he was also on, um, let's see, the the latest one was, um, oh my God, see, I'm high as fuck right now, uh, was uh, Lovecraft Country. Okay. And then he was also in The Wire. Yeah. So brilliant. I he, loved him in um, Black Panther. Was he in Black Panther? Oh my God. Oh. I'm so embarrassed right now. <laughs> Becky. He wasn't? No. Oh no, that's, what's his sterling? Yeah, Michael yeah. K. Sterling. Oh, oh yeah, Michael bad. K. Sterling was in... Yeah, you're yeah, right, yeah. you're right. My bad, my hey, bad, my bad, yeah. my bad. Wrong black man. Which, by the way, in The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, he does a singing scene Who? in um, Sterling... Michael Sterling, oh, okay. he sings in it. It's so it's one of my favorite episodes from the entire like the whole series. Okay, well shout out to it's him. Really good. Well, we have to give <laughs> Mike. Okay, shout out him. But Michael K. Williams. No, seriously though, he, you know, unfortunately passed away, and you know they didn't really come out with exactly you know obviously it happened? was exact. It was you know it, it was a drug overdose, mm-hmm. and you know it just saddens me because our communities. Like, we were just talking about this, Becky. We were talking about how, like, niggas and, like, people of color don't die. Like, we yeah. fucking, like, can live forever, we live forever. And we look young forever. So, like, when I see that, you know, I see, you know. And, and culturally, I feel like people of color, we, um, you know, we help, we hold our elders to such high regards because we know, you know, I, I mean, we're kind of taught from a young age, like, life can be very short and cruel. And yeah. When someone makes it to old age, it's a beautiful thing. What a beautiful gift, you know, yeah. that they've gotten to live so long. And it's always tragic when people die young. I know. He was 54 years people, old. you know, who are making an impact like Such him, an impact. You know? And then the thing and, is, like, he did a lot of, he gave a lot back to his community, especially in, like, Brooklyn um, in mm-hmm. New York City where he's from. Um, he literally, like, was always, like, giving back and, like, engaging with the young kids and, like, being involved in the community because, like, he came from it. And he, the reason, though, he was so good at his roles is because he really, it came from a particular place of, like, his past. Like, it was, he was able to tap into that because some of the stuff that, because he would play some really, you know, dark roles in that sense, right. too. But then he well, also. let's keep it real. Most roles for people of color usually tell yeah. a similar story about what they've been through. Exactly. So. Exactly. And then he also was a huge advocate for the LGBT, the LGB, oh, LGBTQ. LGBTQ. Oh, my God. So plus. high. Thank you. LGBTQIA plus. Community. Thank you. He, because he played um, homosexual characters, even though he wasn't, and he was totally comfortable well, with what that. What movie was that, or what show? He, uh, Lovecraft Country. I need to watch it. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, that, and then, um, oh my god, there was the other one too. Well, was it that one? I can't remember. But like, he was in so many roles. But like, Lovecraft Country was the latest one, and he, you know, mm-hmm. you know, he had a character where I think The Wire too, if I'm not mistaken. I actually haven't finished The Wire. Everyone, have you ever watched The Wire, Becky? No, Becky. I, my nephew's been my oldest nephew's been telling me for the while, longest time I need to watch it. Um, honestly, 
people rave that The Wire is like the best TV series in the entire like it's like ever like of time. I've watched yeah, it. I've heard it's like up there with Sopranos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I'm gonna watch Breaking too. Bad. Yeah, I'm gonna watch too. I, love, I know. Now. Yeah, no, I know how you feel about it. We'll have to have a whole thing. I'm gonna start yeah. watching it though. I am. I decided. Did you ever I watch am. Breaking Bad? I did watch Breaking Bad. Yeah, okay. it's good. I just don't think I would put it in the same category as like a lot of people do. See, that's the thing. It's it's you know people yeah. people have their own opinions about stuff, but but yeah, I just wanted to kind of you know give him a little love because you know he was a brilliant actor and it's really saddens me to see you know people in my in our communities you know um, being impacted by drugs and alcohol i mean um substance abuse addiction. it's a real addiction it's a real thing it's a real problem addiction and, is a disease y'all yeah and so it, it saddens me because this man did so good and then people revered him they, they talk so highly of him you know and so yeah, it's just, it's clear to people, it's clear that he made such a huge impact in people's lives. And, you know, I didn't know him personally, but I, th- I thought he was a brilliant actor. And it was sad. I was sad to see that he passed at 54 years of old, uh, 54 oh years. And he had such, he, his, so his, young. so young. I mean, he had so many projects ahead of him. And if you, you know what I mean? Like he was brilliant, a brilliant actor. So it saddens me. It really does. So I just want to say rest in peace to Michael K. Williams, rest in peace to, da- uh, to um jeremy's mom you know it's just it's something that you know really hit heart to me yeah. and her, yeah i was like oh my goodness so it's been you know yeah it's been it's sad it's always sad when someone loses a parent especially someone that you hold you know you have a special place in your heart for sure for it's sure a lot of it's like the worst one of the worst feelings you know it is you know and you're like losing a, a child you true know? God. and like the that thing one is, youtuber they just found yesterday have you heard about that? The girl, the blonde Tito. Yeah, and then how the I saw that there, there's a video. I saw the video of like I don't him know fi- the, the case didn't pick up. It, I knew about it. I obviously was like in my on my radar from like social media. Yeah, but like YouTube is such a mess. You know, yeah. like that whole culture on there that I was kind of like oh, I don't know. You know, like right. But then like when I found that when I saw I was getting like little updates on my phone that they yeah. found remains that matched and, her description. I was yeah. like, wait. Did you see the video? The cop pulling her and her boyfriend over and he was no, like, fi- they were fighting. I about yeah, it. I yeah. saw that. She was like in tears and I guess they saw like him hit her. I, I did. Uh, see, I did. There was like, I was like, and then afterwards I saw on CNN, I, I read a timeline that I guess they, yeah, yeah they, the cops talked to them. They, se- they, they separated each other. They had to drive her ho- to the hotel separately from him. She was like oh distraught. She was like upset yeah, it was pretty messed up. I mean, like, you know, to me, though, too, like, it just shows the amount of hurt people are in, pain, and then they were passed on the pain to other people. You know what I mean? Like, right. I I look at that man, and I'm like, what, he's going through a lot, where he has to take it out on her. Right. You know, it's really fucked up, you right. know? So so that was unfortunate, yeah. too. There's just been a lot of that, and... But the thing is, though, guys, it's we're, it's a thing. Like, well, people are not okay. Right. Like, we know that now. And so it's just kind of like, you know, right. whatever. It's okay if you're not okay. Completely. Talk to someone. Talk DM to someone. us. We're here. We yeah. don't judge. No, we don't. And But reach out to someone, you yeah. know. Yeah. We're not perfect. I'm, you no. know what I'm saying? I'll have days where I'm just like, the fuck? Like, I, I just right. can't. I just can't with life, you know? And that's... I think we need to give each other grace and, like, Absolutely. have those days. And, you know, we're not, we're not robots, guys. We have right. feelings, you know? 
But on a lighter note, um, me and Rick Dog had our three-year anniversary. I didn't even say that on the podcast. Congratulations. Thanks, guys. Mom and dad. Me and producer Rick, we have reached three what annuals. What did you guys do? Um, so we went to like Benihana like the past weekend. <clears throat> but it was like, first of all, it felt like I was in an episode of The Office, real tea. Why? Because that episode of The Office where they go to Benihana, I really felt like that. I was just like this. and I, <laughs> So the guy comes out with his knives and he starts doing the whole you little. You've never been before? No, I've never oh, been bitch. before. Yeah, it's, it's a, yeah, go on. Go I've, on. Okay, this is a flex, but I've been to a. A hibachi grill. A real one. But I went, I, it's a, this is a total flex, guys. Okay. I've been in Japan. I went to Kobe, Japan, and I had Kobe beef at a hibachi grill. Yeah. Yo! I had Kobe beef in Kobe in Japan, and I had like a hibachi, like a real Japanese, like so doing jealous. in front of me. He didn't, that's why I was laughing, because he was, he's doing all that, like <laughs> the, the knife thing and shit. I was kind of, so when like, the, is yeah. it like here, do they make it like cheesy? It was kind of cheesy, yeah, but it was, okay. and I was high boots. So like me and Ricky looked at each other, we just like started laughing because he, he comes out. And mind you, this is like an Asian man named Juan. So. <laughs> And you know what? Is he Filipino? Ricky, yeah, no, he actually seemed like he was Japanese, <laughs> but like his name was Juan on this T-shirt. And me and Ricky were like, "No, we're gonna have." We thought we were gonna have a Hispanic, a Latino guy yeah. come up named like Hitachi or something, and he was <laughs> his name was actually like Juan. So it was like the opposite. It was cracked us up. But like high key, we were also like that. Even his jacket, like he just grabbed Juan from the back in the back's jacket, just put it on because he don't he don't right, care right. what you call him. Right. He's just there to cook the food and get the fuck out of here. Right. So yeah, it was cute. And then this past weekend, we went to see the uh, Above and Beyond. It's like this um, kind of like an electronic music um, group. Mm-hmm. Um, these two like white dudes, and like I don't know. It was Vivi Caucasian. Becky called me out. She's like, "Bitch, this is super Caucasian of you." I'm <laughs> like, "I know." It was an outdoor concert. Shout out to Kyle, my friend Kyle. She hooked us all up, gave us like VIP and all that. And it was at Northerly Island and it was really cute because it's an outdoor because I wasn't just I wasn't ready for like the indoor concerts right. yet, you know, mm-hmm. I'm just not ready yet. And um, that's OK. Yeah, it's outdoors. So I felt safer. We yeah. were like away from everyone, you know, because girl, that pit was a yeah. mess. Fucking people on top of each other. I never liked the pit even before COVID, though. Really? No, I'm not that bitch. Well, the closest I've ever come to is with for Kanye West. St. Pablo tour. We were at general admission and that was, it was an experience. Ooh, sardines. I mean, no, it wasn't sardines, but it was just like, dude, like I went with Jessica, my friend, Alex, my friend, Oscar, and my friend, um, Alberto. And the concert started and like immediately we like just the crowd just over, we all separated, but it was crazy. Cause that happened to everyone there uh-huh. in the pit. So like, it just turned into this big ass dance party. Like I would oh. like, and dancing with everyone, like girls were dancing with girls uh-huh. and guys. And it was just super fun. And we did find each other. Like we would find each other. Then we'd separate and then we'd find each other. Then we'd separate. I'm claustrophobic, bitch. <laughs> get, get off me. Get away from me. Like, yeah, I was like really, yeah, no, but it was cute. I mean, it was like VV Caucasian, but like we looked around, we're like, okay, yeah, we were the, like the only people of color here. Now there was a couple, <laughs> it was like random, you know, people of color, but like, yeah, you I liked, I liked... Was it like, did you guys have to like sit in the grass or... No, it was like a complete, they had two stages where you could sit up like bleacher style 
And then we were there, we had the VIP section, like, like the, and you had like a, you paid extra to go into like the pit section. We went in the beginning, but when as soon as it got too crowded, we like, I was like, no. Yeah. So I, I wanted to be in the back away from people. Right. And then, yeah, we were like dancing and then like, you know, Rick Dog had a good time and like, he hasn't really been to a lot of concerts. So I was like, he was like kind of like taking it. He, I don't know if he, he was just kind of like mm-hmm. taking it all in and just like, you know, enjoying it. But like, you know, um, you know, it was good. It was good. The fact that we had the hookup with parking was like right there, you know, VIP parking and all that. Cause like otherwise it'd be a cosa to like walk right. 45 minutes to get to your car and shit. Yeah. Plus it was right by the planetarium in Chicago and it's such a scene. It's like such a really love, like yeah. iconic view with the skyline. It so it was cute. It was very cute. That's cute. Yeah. Shout out to you guys. We had a good time. It was a good time. So yeah, we've reached three years. So. And a, a, you know, a de- uh, what do you call it? And forever to go. I can't believe it's been three years. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Yeah. The thing is, though, with me and Rick, I literally like feel like, I mean, since we're going to be together, it's just kind of one of those things where we're just like, yeah, you know. No, I didn't mean it like, oh my God. No. A long time. But no, we're but like, I, yeah. Time flies. Like, I, I know. feel like you guys just met. Really? Yeah. See, I feel like we've been together forever and I just. Yeah, I don't no, know. No, I literally feel like you just told me about it. Really? Well, maybe because I it's just did. Because like, <laughs> <laughs> well, you're also still getting to know him. No, that too. Yeah, that, that too. But I, I guess I remember. I don't know. I guess because like I just remember it so vividly because you were so against dating for so long, and then when you finally like got into it, like I was so excited for you, and like Kim would call me and I'd give her like advice, and I'd be like, do this and do that. And I remember when she met Rick, she was like, yeah, there's this guy that like, (laughs) she was like, yeah, there's this guy who I met at work and he works on set and he's really cute and I really like him. And I was like, Kim, oh my God. And I was so excited for her. And yeah, the rest was kind of history because that was the last dude. Uh, uh, yeah well not <laughs> i mean we're still together but this bitch is so high she's just like you know what i mean yeah 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 <laughs> i think because i was in such this like anti-men um like first like anti-men for so long and then like now high key, like low-key becky's now in that mode <laughs> so we've kind of switched a little bit like guys couldn't even i'm telling you guys guys could not come up to us anywhere we would go out because we're like what do you guys want what do you do? <laughs> like she was very mean. And now you were like that. So <laughs> we've switched sides. <laughs> it's okay. It's all right. It's all evolution. Changing places. I know, right? Changing. <laughs> Bitch, we need to take a break. We've been talking forever. We're going to take a break before we go into sexy sustainability. <laughs> so we'll be right back, guys. And we'll be right back after these detailed messages. Today's episode of the Kimboology podcast is brought to you by Faith and Flower. Faith and Flower's spiritual bath teas will align your chakras from your root to your crown. Whether you're medicating, masturbating, or meditating, you can use Faith and Flower to elevate your bath and self-care rituals. Kimboology listeners receive 15% off their first purchase at shopfaithandflower.com. Use code Kimbo at checkout. And we are back. This is the first time we've had to take a break in the middle of our beginning segment. Jesus Christ, we're too high. Bechto, Bechto. 
All right, guys. Now every time when Kim calls me, she's like, Beck thou, where art thou? <laughs> right, where for art thou, Beck thou? Because <laughs> you read me for filth on the podcast. <laughs> I really thought I was like saying Beck though, but I was saying thou this entire time. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> this week on Sexy Sustainability. Yes. All right, guys. So as you know, every week we shout out a company, a way of life, a, you know, product that is sustainable, anything to save the planet. We just shout it out this and um, on our weekly segment, segment, Sexy Sustainability. This week, uh, I pulled up my trusty um, source, WBEZ.org. Yes. Uh, Chicago's news source. It's kind of like an NPR, but for Chicago. Yeah, I really like I it. Like em. I like them. I really them. like it. Yeah. yeah. So they, they, there's an article here that Illinois is trying to push to be like the leader in sustainability, right? So the, uh, this article was from WBEZ.org. It says a massive green energy bill got legislative approval in Illinois um, on Monday, and here's what's in it. So basically, Governor Pritzner, he's been trying to like uh, sign this legislation bill that like is like basically trying to like put the state on this carbon free course by 2015, 2050, mm. which is good. You know, I like to, I love to hear it. I just hope that it's done the right way and everything. But, uh, they say that they're, I'm very proud and pleased to see that Illinois is going to be one of the first leading States in the nation when it comes to addressing, addressing climate change. Uh, this climate bill, this energy bill really is transformative. So, uh, yeah, so they're, they're it's gotten all the rave and, you know, they're signing this bill. It's going forward. So they're really trying to, clear this path um, to keeping um, Exxon nuclear plants open and putting the state on this like carbon free course. So we'll see. I mean, we'll kind of track it. It's nice to see that with Illinois, you know, Illinois, if you go to like parts of Illinois, um, like out, if you leave the city, there's so many of these like wind um, mills. A lot of windmills. There's a lot of windmills. So, I mean, like there's so much wind, it's all flat land. So it's like, why not use that energy instead of, you know, sustainable? You could just use wind energy as opposed to like fucking. There's a windmill in Bronzeville. Cool. Yeah, I think it's part of, um. IIT, like part okay. of like their lab or something like that. See, or I think the school is either like fully like functional without like carbon neutral. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I love mm-hmm. that. I love that. Well, shout out to I Illinois. Think, but you know what the problem is? I'm almost positive those windmills they freeze if it gets too cold. Oh, really? Like that's what happened in Texas oh. earlier this year. That's why they lost. Why they po- Why it was such really? a mess? Really? There's so many windmills over there. And they all froze when wow. the when the weather got really bad. That's so interesting. So it's not like ideal for colder temperatures. Okay, well that makes sense then. Well, then also like solar. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. why is why don't we have solar driven cars at this point? Right, bitch. Can you imagine a car literally run on su- on the sun that will never fuck? The reason they don't want to fucking do it is because obviously you know the government doesn't want the, the you know the what do you call it the gas companies. That would be fossil like fossil fuel company, right? All these fossil fuel—they—they're like, oh, we shan't not right. do that because that means no money for us. Right? This technology exists; it hundred percent exists. If our phones can fucking charge with the sun and shit, why can't cars do it? Like literally, you would have not have to pay for fucking gas. Aren't like fossil fuel companies like some of the biggest, like biggest lobbyists oh, and like down. also like the biggest donors to like different politicians like different presidents oh yeah stuff. well they do that on purpose because they want they, they want them to like yeah it's okay like keep letting us you know destroy the planet mm-hmm. you know just so we can fucking 
you know, put money in our pockets, more billions of dollars in our pockets. Like how greedy can you be? Right. How fucking greedy. But these, this technology completely exists, guys. I'm, I've like the fact that we have like Tesla now running around on, on a chargeable car, you know what I'm saying? Like we have that now we can fucking have like a solar panel car. Like that shit's out there. They just don't want to do it because there's no money behind it. Because can you imagine people not having to fucking pay for it? No, that'd be amazing. Yeah, to pay to move their cars around and shit. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so, yeah, but that's this week's sexy sustainability, guys. So Shout out to Governor Pritzker. (sighs) How do you feel about him? (laughs) I'm neutral. You're neutral? I can do with or without him, but I also couldn't think of anyone else that would step up and do his job. At least anyone that I want, you know? Yeah, it's tough. Because I hear so many, like, some people fucking hate him. Some people like they're I like. I also eh. feel like the thing with Illinois is so fucking corrupt here. Oh, it's so corrupt. And if you want to play and you want to like get ahead and yeah. get shit done, you have to play dirty too. Yeah, oh, one hundred percent. There's no way you're gonna walk into this and like not wash your hands of things. Well, I think we're seeing that with Lori Lightfoot. Yeah, you know, like I w- I had really. She's literally on record telling like for different things that have happened since she's been in office, being like. Oh, I mean, I can't speak to an exact situation, but I'm sure if I Google it, I could. But she's literally said, if 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 someone votes against this, you know, ordinance or whatever, like, don't come looking for me when you need shit done in your ward. Like, telling the aldermen, like, you're either with me or I'm against you. So take a side. Wow. Mm-hmm. Dude, politics is dirty. Yeah. It's so fucking dirty. Like, I'm over here thinking, like, yes, it's black you know, LGBTQI plus community, you know, mayor is going to do some things. I was very excited to vote for her. I actually, well, I voted for Tony Preckwinkle first. That's who I voted for. Um, And then, um, even though I don't like how she's connected with like Ed Burke, but then the second time around when it was like the, the tie and they had, we had, I voted for Lori Light, but she was like my second choice. So I was like, done. This is an easy choice at this point. And so I had high hopes for her. I really did. I do. I do feel like though, ultimately when you get into politics in general, you have to like play dirty. Like even though like you have this like, there's no like utopia in this country where like oh they're you could be this the good politicians person. are honest and everyone's so nice yeah there's like a dirty no side one to embezzles it. money out of the city hall or you right. know mismanages funds that are supposed to be for public goods and services you no. know so it's all fucking bullshit yeah I know it's disappointing we have to do better guys we do we have to do better so but that's this week's sex sustainability let's go diving into recycling the news oh but before we do that. I got a motherfucking petty pee for y'all. I actually got a couple petty Bitch. pee. Go off. This, this Tell is, us. Yeah, this is, we're, we're diving into our, you know, chaos and negativity <laughs> right now. So, bitch, I've been getting so many spam emails for Trump supporting. Are you serious? Yes, it's insane. Hmm. Yes, this is my pet. This is one of my petty peeves, guys. Did I'm getting play a joke on you. No, they're like- just like all these like spams. They're like, do, like, like you know, do you can you like something about like supporting Trump and like you know like what like you have to keep his name going for the next election and shit like that. I was like, what is this? 
who gave you my number? You know what I mean? Bitch. Who gave you my email? Like, get the fuck out of here. I like where are so- they coming from? Like, what's my regular address? email, bitch? No, I know, but who's sending them? Like, it's just like random. It's like, like spam. Yeah, it's like weird. I mean, like, really I get like you know, I get like the campaign emails every now and then because I would vote for like you know like change.org and things oh, like yeah, that. Yeah, of course. So I I get those all the time, but then like randomly I started getting those. So I'm like, how? That is weird. Yeah, it's fucking bullshit. Because I've been getting those emails since the Obama years, even before oh, okay. that too. But I've never gotten anything like that. No, I've gotten some Trump supporting That's ones. I'm like, so who the crazy. fuck said that I was a part of this community? Because mm-hmm. it's a f- false. It's false. So there's that. Um, oh, fuck Puma. Puma.com because they suck and they're shipping. I bought some fucking sneakers. <laughs> like, Bitch. Did they say something? <laughs> Do we need then to cancel real, them? Right. Then it got real personal. <laughs> did they I get, got really nervous. I'm like, did I miss something? <laughs> <laughs> no, their, sh- their shipping sucks. No, what I happened? dead the fuck ass. I bought a pair of Puma, you know, shoot like sneakers the first time around, Ricky got me some for my birthday or whatever. Uh-huh. And it took like oh, like two months to ship to me. Mm-hmm. And then this time I w- got another pair and they sent me like one, like they were saying, they said like two weeks ago, they're like, we're going to get it. You're going to get it on two. You're going to get it tomorrow. Yeah. Bitch. I still haven't got it. <laughs> it's like two weeks later. Yeah. Girl, but that's, everywhere right now no it's not yes it's it absolutely the not supply chain no They're- but it's actually not because i've gotten so many other things before this but my thing is like don't lie to me they told me they were gonna get it back to me last tuesday okay. it is- what does your tracking number say <laughs> bitch it's changed every day i look at it every day they change oh, it they're like oh no just kidding saturday oh no just kidding uh a week from now oh just kidding we don't know literally i checked today it said <laughs> we don't know girl check back later i was like the fuck so fuck Puma. Ricky told me too. He's like, don't buy from Puma's website. Why are you? I'm like, but babe, I can't find these shoes anywhere. He's like, it's going to take forever. Watch. And sure enough. Yeah, but they're the manufacturer. Why would it take forever? Like, I, I don't know. Stuff from Nike.com. And it's like, well, Nike's got their shit together, I guess. Puma sucks. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? So yeah. My, another, my pet peeve is Puma.com. Fuck Puma right now. Because where are my fucking sneakers? Bitch. And my last petty peeve is you, bitch. What did I do? <laughs> <laughs> bitch. Here we you, go. bitch. You. Here we go. You, bitch. Because I have asked you numerous occasions, what's the T on these Doja Cat tickets? <laughs> <laughs> bitch. See? See? <laughs> You guys, we bought tickets to go see Doja Cat like for last ring. No, we got them like right, like the week before COVID happened. Right for the pandemic, she was supposed to come in like May or something. She shit. was supposed to come right before, <clears throat> and this bitch, like, she's like, okay, cute. I'll get us some tickets, and she gets it for us. And we, st- I've been asking her. I'm like, Becky, check on the Doja Cat tickets. Like, did we get our money back? <laughs> like, are we gonna get new tickets to see her? Like, when she comes back in town, she's like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll check right now. <laughs> bitch still haven't heard from it i it's still it, you want it it's still on my to-do list oh uh, yeah i bet i bet i bet and every time i see it i'm like mm. <laughs> <laughs> well oh my god doja owes us money she does i'm really sad that that concert didn't happen but you know that she's completely blown up since then yeah i know so you guys well before- even getting the tickets was kind of hard like i remember it, it i was like queued up 
Oh, for like two hours. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, no. In the midst of this pandemic, she's actually gotten way more famous. Way right. more. Her. She. We were gonna see her at a venue, a smaller venue. Do you Radius remember? at the new. The, I haven't been there yet, but it's the new one of the new concert halls in the city. In the in Pilsen, right? It's in Pilsen. The, yeah. yeah. Is it big? Do you know if it's big or not? Because like from what I'm gathering, it's not that big. I think it fits like a thousand people. Honey, she's gonna need a whole United yeah, Center now. Right. Right. So what's really what's really hood? Or bitch? she might still maybe contractually she's still obligated to. She has to. Because the thing is, I I find it interesting that was some and part of the reason why I haven't done anything is I've been waiting to see what her cam says. Okay. She wasn't on any. I mean, I haven't seen her on any lineups for any of the festivals this year. So for all we know, maybe she's very paranoid about COVID and is just like, oh no, I'm gonna chill for a bit until. Well, all of this subsides, and that because wouldn't that be sick? Wouldn't that be so? We sick? get tickets to go see her, like United at Ra- Center or something. No, like at that? Radius, like she still does this small. Like I don't know if she, oh because because oh, you know because you know that, can you imagine though? No, but let me tell you when <coughs> Lady Gaga first blew up. So how I even knew about her was because Perez Hilton, when I was obsessed, mm-hmm. he loved her. He was like one of the first people, one of the first bloggers online that was talking about her. So that's how I got put on. So when she released the fame, it didn't immediately. <gasps> the fame. Oh my god, that is such a good. I album. literally had that album in on my repeat seat for like eight months. Oh yeah, eight fucking. Months. You put that shit on now, it bops. It's still, still bops. To, yeah, to this day, for sure. The fame is so good. It's so fucking good. Ugh. And so. <clears throat> I she was doing a House of Blues tour. Oh wow! And so when she released that album, and I was like, "Fuck yeah, I'm gonna go see her! Hell yeah, I'm gonna go see her at House of Blues!" And literally two months later, that's when she started getting Blowing on the up. radio. And dude, it was one of the coolest concert experiences I've ever had to this to this day. And it I've was been so t- intimate, right? It was so fucking intimate, and it was so cool because she did. It was like a theatrical thing as Ooh. well. And she had all these like visuals that she had made ahead of time that she was playing on all these screens. That's that was the tour where she had like the bubble dress. Yes, and she was playing yeah. on the clear yeah. piano. Yeah, Dude, it was. So fucking sick, but I also could have easily sold my ticket for three times for, as much. No, I there were people selling it on Craigslist for like four thousand oh dollars, five thousand dollars a pop. Jesus like Christ. I so much money that I was I literally had a moment where I was like, "Bitch, I would have sold it." To am you. I <laughs> stupid? Like, it, it did. Should I sell this ticket? But then I was like, you know what? This is this will never happen. Ever again. And maybe that's where she's at. With Doja? Yeah. I mean, can you at least inquire and ask them about our money, bitch? <laughs> okay, let I me, mean, let me DM Doja Cat. <laughs> like, hey, bitch. <laughs> are you still You owe me tour? money, bitch. No, I'm like, so I was just wondering, <laughs> are you going to come to Chicago or what? No, bitch, I need to know what the fuck's the tea. <laughs> Ask them about our money. No, you're right. That is $100 that we're Because you know what it was? Because me and Ricky bought, <laughs> we bought tickets to the ballet to see the Bolshir, uh, um, the Russian Swan oh, Lake. Oh, yo. Uh, with the, with the, bo- I might be saying it completely wrong. The, the boy, sh- the boy, sh- boy I short. Oh, I keep saying it wrong. I have no idea. It's like the famous Russian ballet, like the, the most famous you know, ballet, whatever. Like the fucking dance company. Like the fucking yeah. dance company. Okay. Russia. You know it. what I mean, bitch? Uh-huh. It's called Boy... Sh- Boy... Oh, my God. People are going to be like, Kim, you It's okay. They can Google it. It'll be fine. Okay. <laughs> All right. You heard it from my co-host. So, we bought tickets to go see this uh, ballet. Because I'm like... I. 
bitch, I stand. Like, I love ballet. Yeah. I love, it was the Black Swan. Right. Oh my God. I want to go to the ballet one day. Honey, I, I will go with you. Yeah. I love, and it's the Black fucking Swan. Yeah. Like, are you kidding me? Yeah. No, so we you bought had tickets. To go to that. You had yeah. To go. Oh my God. And like the tickets I bought, like, I bought them like six months in advance. Yeah, I believe That's you. how much you have to buy yeah. them beforehand. And the pandemic happened. So I actually like you know my ass bitch. Those tickets were like almost three hundred dollars. So I was yeah. like, I'm getting my money back. So they did. They gave me my money back. Okay. But I actually inquired, bitch. <laughs> this bitch over here just thinks I'm made of money. Talking about, oh yeah, bitch, I'll do it, and just completely. <sighs> uh, okay, I'll do it this week. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You guys, be help me here. Be help me hold Becky accountable if she doesn't. <laughs> At DM us, DM Becky at, at Bexter Lexter on her Instagram and say, bitch, have you given, have you called, Ray, have you called about the Doja Cats tickets yet? Have you though? Because real tea, bitch, we need to, we need to go. We need to figure that shit out. I was not ready for this petty piece. <laughs> I said Reggie for filth, didn't I? <laughs> I was like, I'm not going to tell her. I'm just going to, I'm going to fucking read her for filth on the podcast. <laughs> Yeah, bitch. Call your ass out. Drag Drag me. Drag me. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Delete this. (laughs) Bitch, you better find out about the motherfucking tickets. And that's my pity peeve for this week. (laughs) Jesus Christ. I think you have pity peeves, right? Yeah. I was actually, well, you know, obviously I've been doing this now for like a month with Kim and, you know, I'm trying to be very respectful of like her space and this podcast. So I'm like trying to learn and doing like all this research. Well, last week I started listening back to some of our episodes that I had already listened to just to like think, see it from like a more, hear from a more, more critical ear. And, um, I don't know. I just uh, thinking about like the tone of my voice and, and I listen, I, I like the sound of my voice. I do. I, maybe that makes you conceited. I don't know, but I like the sound of my voice maybe cause I talk all day long at work. So I hear myself talk all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, but obviously like I wear different hats for different people. Like when I'm at work, like I'm professional Becky and then like here, I feel like I'm not just here, but like with my friends, like I definitely feel like my most like authentic self just because I I have all these like experiences in my life and like I've come from the city and I guess like I have like, I don't know, just like, and I, I don't know, I guess I think about a lot like do I, you know, I don't know. It's just like the the nuances and complexities of our language and like the linguistics that go into all of that. And I I had a moment where I was like listening back and I was like, oh, like I just, do I sound like lame? Not lame in a bad way, but more so like, are people going to think like, wow, she doesn't talk that way with me or like she talks different when she's with this person and when Uh, she's with that person, she talks a certain way. Maybe you do. Like obviously like I talk different with my parents, you know, like I try not to swear in front of them too much or be too vulgar or crass or whatever. But then I was like, no, I was like, you know what? Like, why am I even going down that route, you know, Mm -hmm. of negativity? Like this is my life. Like this is being like, a millennial first generation, like immigrant, Mm -hmm. you know, who has a professional life, you know, but also has a fun, uh, has a social life outside of things and has different experiences. And even like when I speak Spanish, you know, like I remember one time someone told me like someone that didn't speak Spanish, you're like, you sound like a little girl when you talk Spanish, but which, what does that mean? Like, I guess I, 
I sound young when I speak Spanish. Okay. But I was also like, you know what? I can see what you're saying. They weren't being like critical or like oh, trying okay. to be mean. They weren't. But um, they were just like pointing something out. And I was like, you know, the thing is, is like, I guess I sound this way because Spanish is a very feminine language. You know, it's a softer language. Like, because even certain men like that I've talked to in Mexico they have like a, a a lightness to their voice, hmm. like they like it's a little bit more high pitched, you know, like almost like a little girl. Okay. And um, even with that, like you know, my dad's side of the family, who I only speak Spanish with, like they're from like the ranch, you know, and they it's like it's like twang from like the south. Okay. That's that's kind of, that's their Spanish, you know. Yeah. It's got like a like a southern twang to it. Like you don't pronounce things a certain way. Yeah. Sometimes when you talk, you're like, what did they say? Like, I know they spoke Spanish, yeah. but I don't understand them. So it's kind of like that. But, you know, I spend time with them and I would spend time in the ranch in Mexico, but mostly I've been in the cities in Mexico. Like I spent a big chunk of my So you have like a city accent? So it's like a ca- so in, in Mexico, they have this thing where you're like, you're a fresa, which means mm. like you're like a cosmopolitan girl from uh, the city. Ah, you're a valley girl. Yeah, kind of like that. So... My Spanish is kind of like a blend of those two. And, okay, and, that's real. And it's funny because when I'm in Mexico, when I'm talking to people, they're always like, where are you from? <laughs> <laughs> like, where is this bitch from? Right. Yeah. And I'm like, well, you know, I uh-huh. live, I'm from the U.S. and I was born there and I live there, but I spend a lot of time here. Mm-hmm. So I guess that's why it sounds like not from here and not from there either. Yeah. And I don't know, you know, and I, I think we need to give ourselves more grace when it like... Why are why do we feel like we need to sound the same with everyone? Why do why do we feel threatened when we hear other people are like, well, this person acts different with this person? Well, that yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, how you're gonna behave like with your kids is gonna be different from how you behave with your boss. Right, and how you interact with a stranger you meet on the street is gonna be different with how you interact with your best friend. You know, like yeah, I don't know. Well, that's so, exactly why. That's exactly why I wanted you on as a co-host because I wanted to show an authentic side of myself, like a true transparency. Mm-hmm. Like this is what the podcast is all about. True. Chemology, but about transparency. But like it, it's, it's harder to tap into that transparency when you're alone. And then it's better to it like, and then certain people bring out certain sides of you, just right. like you were saying. And with you and me and our dynamic, like, I feel like I can just be me. Yeah. I, you get it. Like, I don't have to explain the racial, the racial, you know, microaggressions of the world. Mm-hmm. You just get it. You know what I'm saying? Certain people, certain friends of mine, I have to kind of dumb things down for, you know, there's a hood side of me, but there's also this like valley girl, black girl side to me, right. you know, and then, you know, I, yeah, code, I can code switch, you know? Right. Like, and like, that, yeah, that's what it is. It's code switching. Yeah. Code switching sure. is something you have to do to survive. Yeah. Bitch, I got my job because I can code switch. The fuck? You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like, there's no way me talking no, like this can get me this job as a marketing manager. Like, there's no fucking way. Right. There's a certain rapport you have to fucking fake when you're, you know, like a salesman, you know, you got to sell yourself, right? You got to sell yourself, you know? And, but I get you because that's, that's remember when I had my petty peeve the other day when I was right. like listening to myself. And I guess that's why I had thought it was in my head and I was like, yeah, oh, I'm like, you thought it think, too. Are people going to think I'm fake? Cause like 
this yeah. might be a side of me they like have never seen before or, don't or they could be truly intrigued super and feeling like wow i never heard this side of becky before true, 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 true. like oh i'm not able to talk to this side of becky before right. because or you know hear this side of her because this is something that i'm hearing her with her friend as opposed to like her at her job or her with like you know her, with mom. My, her mom or my cousin or whatever you right. know it's different you know and I think that's what's, well, as us as humans, we have all these different sides to us. Right. We're, you know, we, I do, like you do too. Yeah. I don't think there's a, that's not a petty peeve, by the way. Uh, okay. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm just fucking with you. No, I mean, it is, but like you literally turn it to be like, I'm the shit. I was like, bitch, <laughs> petty peeve is like where you're like. No, but I'm saying, but that's how, but that, but also too, like, that's how we get down those paths, you yeah. know, where like. You get you get so self critical, right? You get so negative because obviously you're in your own head, and yeah, no one's there to stop you to go down that path. You know, true. And it's, it's I don't know. You know, like it's very anyone that could happen to anyone, right? Especially right. if you were imagine if I was listening to that and I was having a bad day, yeah. You know, like or a bad week or something yeah. was going on. I don't know. You know, like that could have gotten really bad. So shit can gotten real left <laughs> real quick. Okay. Um, yeah, no, I mean, like, that's real, though. Like, I felt it. That's why I called myself. I'm like, bitch, you sound fake as fuck. Or, like, you don't really sound like you're, so, you know. But I'm yeah. also trying to really feel. And I guess maybe that's why my reaction when you were talking about that was like, what are you talking about? Because yeah. I don't know Kim at work. You know, no. like, I don't know Kim at work. I didn't know Kim in school. Right. You know, I didn't know Kim with George, you know, yeah. like, I, I, yeah, you know, I, mm-hmm. I just know like one version of Kim, you know? True. True. And the thing is like, I try to, I try to be myself. I try to bring myself in everything I do, but at the end of the day at work, you have to be, at, you know, right. you can't bring your true self at work. Right. You have to, no, you sure. have to like, and you always act have a certain to be way. careful, like, who you tell what to but yeah then, like, what you do outside of work. I could be I could be too trusting in that sense because I always think the good in people I'm always like that I'm a very mm-hmm. glass half full person I always see the best in you people you do you do because I've seen you both Kim and I we have this knack for like talking to strangers yeah like, I can talk to anyone yeah but I've also when I when I've traveled with Kim and I hear her talk to people she like lets it all out and I'm always like you're oh, like okay. girl I know and Ricky be looking at me crazy like the f- <laughs> bitch you don't even notice bit you know like but I just have this like such <sighs> a, a a you know a trusting and very yeah yeah and that's you know, why because I was we're like, human beings right, right, like right, fuck right. the f- bullshit we're all struggling out here true, 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 true. like we really are should right. we take a break yeah, because I got something in my okay, eye. Okay, let's take a break. We'll, we'll be right back. And we, and we will be right back after, after these, these detailed messages. And we are back, everyone. All right, let's finally do recycling of the news. Damn, our petty peeves are long, bitch. <laughs> We had some shit to get off our chesticles, though. Um, you guys, we really just want to shout out our Lord and Savior. No, yes. no she is. <laughs> no, she really is. Uh, you guys, we watched, I mean, the Emmys were the Emmys, whatever, you know. Right. Yeah, okay, <laughs> the white Emmys. But let's just be real. Let's shout out our girl, Michaela Cole. Okay, guys. So as you know, me and Becky did a whole ass episode. What is it? A year ago or so ago? A year ago. About um, I I may destroy you. I may destroy you on HBO Max. Brilliant, amazing um, limited series. 
uh, by uh, written by Michaela Cole. Produced. Produced by Michaela. And directed. And directed. And, and she acted. And, and starred in it. So she's a badass bitch. If you guys don't know, uh, get yourselves familiar. It's um, such a good show, guys. It really is. It honestly is like one of the top five things I've ever seen. Yeah. So fucking good. What, re, listen back to our episode me and Becky did. It's called I, I May Destroy That Ass. Watch it and what? then listen back to our episode. Exactly. It's you're going to be like, yes. Yes. Uh-huh. It's a key. It's yeah. a key. So we have to shout out Michaela Cole. She has, a, um, she won for an outstanding writing for a limited, limited or anthology series or movie. Uh, for I May Destroy You. And if you guys didn't um, hear her speech, I'm going to put it in now or I'm going to read. I don't even know. Should I read it or should I put it? Put, put the yeah. whole thing in, yeah. So in. for Michaela Cole's um, Emmy acceptance speech was really, really iconic. And so she so she basically, she took a moment to steal herself before taking the stage and uh, dedicating these words to the writers. She says, write the tale that scares you, that makes you feel uncertain. That isn't comfortable, I dare you, in a world that entices us to browse the lives of others to help us better determine how we feel about ourselves and to in turn feel the need to be constantly visible for visibility. These days seem to be somehow equate to success. Do not be afraid to disappear from it, from us for a while and see what comes to you in that silence. Cole ended the speech with some thank yous and adding, I dedicated, I dedicate this story to every single survivor of sexual assault. Boom. And then she walked so away. She dropped the fucking She mic. did. She didn't even like sugarcoat it. It was such an emotional moment because when they even announced her name. I know. She was in such shock. I know. Like, like you felt it. She was like looking down I know. and was like, wait, is this for real? Like, did I just win? And I don't know. I love her. I stand her. I think she's a beautiful writer. I think she's a beautiful storyteller. Really? Because I think, I think a lot of times, like, the entertainment industry gets, like, put down. But at the end of the day, I think that's what connects us as human beings is our stories. Yeah. And, you know, um, the labor of love that comes from putting together a movie or a show or a theater performance. It's telling a story and it's saying something. And in a... In a beautiful way, and it's bringing light to to a situation, or it's just you know shedding light on someone's life. And I think she's very, very talented, and I think we haven't seen the last of her. I think there's a lot to come. I'm excited, Michaela Cole. Which yes, I literally I was driving here and I was thinking about that. I was like, I'm so excited to see what else she works on. Because well, I heard she has some things in the mix. Yes, yeah, excited. I, I, I'm excited. Let's talk about her outfit too, because she looks oh, so bitch. good. That lime green. I want a, a lime, number. Green, lime green dress now. Oh well, it's not gonna, <laughs> bitch. You're not dark skin and like you're what? It's not gonna hit the same. Your pasty Mexican ass. I'm done. Let me have a lime green dress. Oh my god. Make me something. Get the fuck. <laughs> she says, make me something. Get the fuck out of here. No, literally, she, she wore this so like good. two piece. Like it was like a top. No, it was I think like a, it was a one piece and it had her 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 stomach was showing. 
She had her abs showing, oh, bitch. I mean, okay. it. Listen, I saw no, them it was, abs. It's tied in the back at this big bow, like on yeah. The oh, maybe it was one, but she had a mid. Like it was, maybe it was a her whole dress. Her midriff was showing. Her yeah. midriff was showing, but she had like lime green heels on and then bald, sickening, ice, beautiful hair. She had like a diamond bracelet. Oh like, yeah, situation. Yep, ball head. Her shoulders looked amazing. Her skin. Can we her just talk about her skin? Was skin? glowing, moisturized. God. Oh, we stand her. I want to meet her one day. We will. Let's yeah. let's, let's speak it into existence. Yeah, Cause you know what? Dead ass. Like I, I really want to like write like, so I, I have like, I want to take writing classes mm-hmm. and that's been on like, you know, been like something that I've been wanting to do for a long time. Cause I have all these ideas, but I'm like, I have no idea how to like put them put on, it on paper. Exactly. So, um, I just don't know how to, so I'm trying to like figure it out. But like with her, she, I mean, I feel like she just was like, so talented that she was just kind of like she just sat there and we wrote should down. google it what her background is i know i i never yeah, have like i wonder I don't know if she went to school or yeah i mean so you know how she got started i hope i hope i can i mean like because i have these ideas i just want to know i just want to make sure i do it right and you know like i just stand her i just think that she's so fucking i'm so glad the show finally got the love that yeah. it deserved maybe recognition it, at yeah. least yeah maybe when it came out it missed the deadline for maybe cuz remember how we were like they snubbed them yeah. but you know who did get snubbed was um the handmaid one vision but handmaid's tale yeah they didn't get any emmys this time which i was like That's fucked up but maybe they missed it too i don't know I also feel like, you know what? These award shows are just trash sometimes, too. Girl. But you know I what? mean, I understand you have to do it. You have to get ahead, you know, right, whatever. Right. But I know that there's so much politics that go behind of all of it. and There, there really is. Yeah. There, like, really, there really is. I was like, I didn't watch the Emmys. I didn't bother to because I, I have felt a way about award shows for a very long time now. I do watch the Oscars and not even because of the... Awards, I love the dresses because I think that's when everyone like shows up and shows out like for real. Yeah. But um, I saw that Emily and Perry is was like one of the nominations for like best like comedy the or fuck? some shit. Yeah. I was oh. like, really? Girl, you know, the you know, the Academy is like all white and old. Like it has to be. Oh, for sure. Like I'm going to need some like young people in that shit. Like yeah. I'm going to need some people of color in that the shit. The thing is though, people also, the industry is not ready. Cause then that would mean like, Oh my God, I found this amazing like series on YouTube. Yeah, I know. Or yeah, yeah. This dead one, ass. This one uh, artist, like this comedy artist, you know, comedian. Is on SoundCloud. Yeah, or something. exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Well, and they're not privy to what's really, like what people, what, what people are actually like watching, like what's, what's trending, what's like really visible in that sense, right? It's not just your typical TV shows anymore, movies anymore, right? right. It's really not. Yeah. Okay. And that w- one of the articles I read this morning, they tallied up by like Netflix, HBO Max, Disney Plus, like how many awards like they all got. Yeah. And I was like, yo, I've never seen that before. Yeah. Like, no, it's but real. It's, but also it's like these movie production, these film production companies are like shooketh, you know, yeah. with companies yeah. like Netflix and Netflix. Or even TikTok, bitch. 44 awards in total like oh, from wow. shows i mean the crown yeah. killed it oh yeah the crown cleaned up and the crown is so good guys the crown if you is haven't good. watched it yeah highly recommend it especially if you're like kind of a history nerd if you're a colonizer really watch it <laughs> watch your people try to take over the planet <laughs> 
because literally the UK, Britain. Have you seen all the seasons? I have. I'm all caught up, bitch. Nice. I felt so bad for Princess Diana. I was like, damn, that bitch, ugh. I know. I would hate, high key, this looks miserable to be in that situation. Like fucking miserable. And it made me even like have such, even more of of a heart towards um, Meghan Markle. Meghan Markle. And, yeah, you know. I don't know. Dude, the, did that one, I think it was Time Magazine, named them like most influential couple or something. And they were, they did a cover shoot. Yeah. And I guess he's like standing behind her. Harry's like, and he's got like his arm on his shoulder. And she's like, in the front, her hair is like super cute. Mm-hmm. And like, people either thought it looked really funny. Like, he's like, it looks like some people, someone was like, oh, he looks like a stylist who's showing her how he like did her new layers, what? which it low key kind of does. It was kind of funny. Okay. It was funny. But then you had people like Candace Owens being like, oh, this is so emasculating. How, like, the, it, it just continues. Like, how. What she, if that nigga, like, is like. like oh, how, why? It's so emasculating to, like, stand behind a woman like that. And, oh, like, hey. Candace Owens just shut the fuck up, though. How about that, bitch? It's just a picture. Yeah, I'm gonna need There's you to relax. Called, like, it's not. Yeah. None of this is that deep. It's really know? not that deep. It's really yeah. not. Like, whatever. But you know, people want to know. Thing, th- people want to think they know everything about people. And the thing is, you know, Meghan Markle. Like, I don't. I don't know her. I don't. I. I watched the Oprah interview. That was like the I extent wa- of like <laughs> what okay. I watched. But like, she could have easily stayed. And been like, oh, if I stay in this situation, we'll ha- I'll never have to work ever again. Like, but did you? But you hear you know? from the Oprah interview, like the fucking like horribleness that it was. Yeah, I mean, they they literally was like, w- like fearing that her baby was gonna be too dark skin. Yeah, you know. But I'm saying like, there are people in this world who would have looked past all that. You know. Oh, she and we just, proved it in the in the Crown, right? right. What was it? This the um, the woman. Ugh, fuck! It was her sister. It was the Queen's sister. How she just like oh, dealt Princess with it. Margaret. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And how like she literally couldn't even be with the man she loved. I know that her story breaks my heart. Because of the, the family. Right. And how they kept promising her. Oh, well, no, he was no, a you know. divorced man. So right. Right. And ap- she was like young. Yeah. They didn't yeah. approve. Yeah. They didn't approve. And, but then remember how they kept setting her up like, oh, yeah, you can date, you can get married later and later. And they kept doing that. And then like, right. but in reality, they never wanted her to like actually be happy right. and be with him. But, you know, it's very groundbreaking. What like what? And the thing is, she was the catalyst that got Harry out of this, you know? Like, he didn't want to get out until he found her, oh, Megan? you know? Yeah. Yeah, no, for so, sure. Well, that's real. You, you know, know what I'm saying? When a, when a man finds someone, like, finds an inspiration, you know, in that sense, it's like, they have that. You know, I feel like, ultimately, he's always kind of, like, hated it. Because he said that himself, how yeah. he, he resented the, 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 what do you call it? The queen, the, the, the monarchy for, right. for killing his mom. Right. His own mother right. didn't survive the, mon- the the bullshit, right? You know the paparazzi, all that, all that, all that, all that. His own mother was taken mm-hmm. from that, you know. So like he already despised it. So when he met this black woman, shout out to her, she he was like, and then if they were treating her like shit, he's like, ha, we ain't having this, right? Especially when she started having suicidal thoughts, right? He was like, oh, another again, right? My mom, and then now my wife, right. you got me fucked up, right? We about to move the fuck out of yeah. here, so. Yeah. Anyway, For shout sure. out to them. Yeah. And shout out to Michaela Cole. Yes. yes. We oh stand you, queen. She's from the UK, too. She is. Yeah. We're standing for the UK today. Actually, we're not. Colonizers. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> let's do our meditate, masturbate, or medicate. 
So guys, we're gonna can we're gonna do our segment, our weekly segment, a little early in the early in the episode. We're gonna try to kind of switch up the segments a little bit. Actually, Becky has a meditate, masturbate, yes. medicate segment for us this week. What are we talking about, Becky? Be- so I wanted to shout out Herbivore. It's a cosmetics brand. Um, well, it's a skincare brand actually, but I'm sure. Cosmetics. What are you choosing though? So they have a product. No, what are you choosing? Masturbate? Oh, I'm choosing Medicaid, obviously. Medicaid. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> we have to come up with a soundbite for Medicaid. True. Do you like my masturbate ma- soundbite? Yeah, I love it. <laughs> Is that you too? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, me moaning. What's up? <laughs> The thing is, Becky, I, we got to get you to do some. I can hear you when you, whenever I hear it, I hear you, and then I'm like, I could see literally as soon as they finish that, she laughed. Like, oh yeah, she- I <laughs> cracked up for sure, for sure. No, so I want to shout out um, Herbivore. It's this amazing skincare brand. They're all about like using like natural ingredients that come from the earth. Like a lot of their stuff is like chemical free. Okay, and I have opinions about all that stuff, but that's not the. This is not the point in time for that. But they have this product that has CBD in it mm. called Emerald Oil. Okay. And Emerald Oil. It's amazing. Bitch, that sounds like luxurious as fuck. It's, it honestly does feel really luxurious. And it's just like this beautiful, it's literally a green color. Mm. And it has CBD, CBD in it. And it's if you have like redness in your skin, pretty much CBD has been proven to like eliminate that. Like okay. it's been really good for people with like rosacea hmm. and eczema. And I had read about that. And then um, I stumbled upon this product at Sephora and I was like, you know what? I'm going to try this. That's something I've always dealt with. I, my skin is like very dry, very sensitive and it can get like red very easily. And so I'm always looking for something that's going to, call my redness and it is amazing and it pretty much is like my holy grail product and I recently this past spring did um a lot of like um laser treatments on my skin did you yeah and it really helped like cut down on the redness so I haven't used it in a while and I found it in my medicine cabinet I was like oh my god I was like I gotta shout this out for Medicaid, because it's really good. Okay. It's really, really good. Like, well, you know, I stand CBD, dude. Yeah, so. yeah, and it's it's like making waves in like the skincare world. Well, what did I with, just give you, bitch? Oh, yeah. So Kim, Sam, well, she gave me some really nice gratis from her company that she's yeah. working for. And one of them is a soothing serum that has CBD in it. And as yeah. soon as I saw it, I was like, yes, bitch. I was like, yeah. this is like the real. And I told Kim, I was like, this is like for real. Like, this is amazing. Yeah. Um, so I gave her and some it really CBD. Works. I gave her like a body balm, like a, like a, bo- um, like it's a, it's a super high potent, um, like a therapy balm. And Which then I those also- work. I use that. I have like a yeah. one that's not from the brand Kim gave me, but. The, I when I'm working on my feet all day long, like yes. I, at the end of the day, I'm looking for something to soothe me. And yeah, try last it. summer I bought um, a lotion that has uh, THC in it. Okay, um, and it's like I'll put it on, and I'm like, yeah, I feel like I went to a, I got a massage. No, I mean, like, de- I de- wake the up fuck like ass. brand new the next day. Literally, mm-hmm. like, and the thing is, like, like you know, like my company, like you know, we had this like body care line and like a like a skincare like an offshoot from cannabis, but like they specialize into this, like a high potent CBD um, from California and, you know, CBD, you can bring that, you can actually travel like CBD is completely legal in all 51 States or whatever. So that's fine. We have 51 or 50, 50. Oh my God. (laughs) 
Uh, well, she's thinking about Puerto Rico. I am, bitch. Puerto Rico is a state. I'm saying. No, they don't really want to uh, be a state, and no, I don't blame don't. them. I don't blame them. No, but like literally, like um, CBD can you know you can. So it's from California, the CBD, and it's like literally high potent, and it's 750 milligrams. And then we have like a like a skin um, serum for your face and your skin and your neck. Mm-hmm. And then there's also one for your body. And when I tell you, like, I don't know, like maybe not for everyone because CBD, I feel like your body has like accept the receptors. Like we have all that in there, but like some right. people CBD just does not work. I know my friend, I think our friend Elaine, she said that she's like, Kim, it doesn't oh, really? work for me. Yeah. She like, it just doesn't work for her. But for me, my body is super receptive to CBD and I love mm-hmm. it. And when I put that shit on, I like got instantly so relaxed and sleepy and just went to fucking like i just went knock the fuck out and mm-hmm. had the best sleep one thing though that cbd does to me and let me know if it does it to you mm-hmm. i get crazy dreams when i use cbd before bed hmm. i never paid attention no pay it try to see if you have any weird dreams or not mm-hmm. it's almost like clockwork Honestly, for dude, me i rarely dream really it's very weird that's how ricky is yeah i don't know what that's about like wow yeah. really like not bad dreams not good dreams you don't remember any of your dreams rarely wow rarely you know what it is a lot so when i i do remember them they'll be like it's weird like half the time it's people that i know okay and then half the time it's a bunch of people that i don't know and okay. it creeps me out All right. like when you're having conversations with people in your dream and you're seeing them and you're like i you have don't no idea who you are yeah it's like the weirdest, and it's just, I don't know why it scares me, but it does. So you do have dreams, but you just don't, they freak you out, you just don't no, want to No, they know, they, they, I do have dreams, I remember the good ones and the bad ones, but like, I don't know, maybe it's just like too much, you know? Yeah, you sound like you didn't really want to like, ex- like, you were like freaked out about it. You know, it re- so I remember this one time, I, I was in Vegas, um, for a convention, and we were like going to all these like different booths in the convention center. Yeah. And there was this uh, one booth, I think it was like a NYX cosmetics uh, brand booth. And so I was walking up to it and this guy who was working and he turns around and he looks at me and I look at him and I was like, hey. And he's like, hey, like, what's up? And I was like, do I know you? And he's like, because it was like weird. It was like this instant You guys feeling. both recognize each other? Yeah, was, oh, that's it creepy. It was the creepiest thing. And I was with my my boss slash mentor and she was standing right next to me and I was like, I was like, are you from Chicago? And he's like, no, I'm from LA. I was like, have you been to Chicago recently? Or like, do you, have you ever lived there? He's like, no. He's like, are you from LA? And I was like, no, I've been once, you know, like. That's weird. And it was just like, and it, and it was like this weird moment. And we, we talked for a few minutes, but like we obviously concluded that we didn't know each other, but it was just like this weird feeling. And even of my like bo- deja vu. Yeah. And even my boss was like, I know that you guys sound crazy, but I felt that too when you guys saw each other, like you guys like knew each other in that moment. And it would, and dude, to this day, I still think about it and it yeah. still lives with me. And I remember even talking about it that night with my boss and she was like, you guys have to, you've known each other in like a different life. It must have been know? a different life. Then. And I feel like that's who I see in my dream is like uh, people that I knew in like different, different lives, lives yeah. you know, it's like. The weirdest thing, because I have these connections. Yeah. And it's not always the same people. It's someone I can recognize. But yeah. I'm just like, who are these people or in my dreams? That is real as fuck because, you know, I, I, you know, I've traveled a lot. And so 
there is there's people that I met in my travels where I've just felt super comfortable with, like yeah. out of nowhere. Yeah. Like shout out to this one girl I met in I met her in Australia. She was from Cal- she was from Canada, from Vancouver. Christine, I believe is her name. Can't remember. When I tell you, I met her at the hostel and instantly we were like talking as if yeah. we were best friends and people around us were like how long have you guys known each other we're like we just fucking met each other <laughs> yeah. and like we had this such a comfortable best friend rapport with each other we can't even explain it like to this day if i hit her up to this till i till this day if i hit her up now i'm like i want to go visit you she'll be like come yeah like, come bitch yeah like i love you like yeah. come through like right. i don't know how to explain it but there's some people that you might have already met met, met before yeah. in this life i truly Dude, believe I, that i believe it because the, the level of comfortable the level of just instant comfort and and wreck what like you recognize them right already like that guy you met in la yeah it was dude it was this i get it, it. Was the weirdest thing it was like one of the weirdest moments of my life because there was not even it wasn't even a sexual no it's attraction. just like, like you were just you know it, each it other like, oh hey hey and he was like hey that's like, weird it was really yeah. weird dude. i mean it's weird in a very interesting way yeah you know? yeah because like well yeah. my the energy reader that i used to see that i told you about she believes in all that like she yeah. she believes in like chakras and we're just like here Going through lives, yeah, entering different bodies, Cyclical, and different vessels, just, yeah, and like learning and continuing. And for me, that's been a big part of like my own healing. Because one thing I remember she told me um, one time, she's like, "You know, Becky, there are people in your lives that like I know that you want to like shake and be like, what's wrong with you? Like, wake up! Like, mm-hmm. realize like what's happening." She's like, "But there are people in our lives that are going to go their entire lives never waking up." To like their own consciousness. She's like, they're going to have to get it right in the next life. And then if not that life, the next one. Like, and you're just going to keep going until you keep ascending, you know? And I really, I like low key believe in that. I really do, you know? And Mm -hmm. she's, when she, she told me a few things about people in my life who were like in my life as like different people and other lives and stuff. Like she claims me and my mom were like best friends in another life. Really? And it's weird because, like, when she told me that, everything made sense about, like, me and my relationship with my mom. Because it's mm-hmm. been this way since I was born, you mm-hmm. know? Like, our relationship has been, like, a very special, like, unique bond. Mm-hmm. And apparently I made promises to her in my past life that I'm trying to keep in this life. And, Interesting. You know, she's obviously had different experiences in this life, and that's why she's just not getting it in this, you know. Mm-hmm. But it made, it made total sense. Like, when she told me that, I was like, oh, my God, you're right, you know. I truly, I, I ship that because when I met Ricky, it was weird. It was more of, mm-hmm. like, this familiarity and an instant comfort. Right. And this weird... Because for some people, you have to work towards that, you know? Yes, like it doesn't absolutely. Always, for people in our lives, it doesn't always click that way. You no. Know? Like, I know I have quite a few people in my life who I'm close to now that I yeah. never would have saw myself being close to them yeah, ever, you know? Like, well, it took you, me, you took you a while to warm up to me. Like, you, yeah. you're you're the type that you need a you need time. I need a moment. Yeah, you need time, to, yeah, before you could too. really open up to people. <laughs> And and granted, you know what I mean? Yeah, you know, you're guarded and that's okay. Because I remember I remember meeting you before and like you were just kind of like, you're like, hey, it's Becky. It's, a, you know, that's Giles' friend. Okay, cool. But when we went to like New Orleans together, that's when we really like, you know. True, true, yeah, true. Yeah, when true. we had our honeymoon or mini moon. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, no, for sure, for sure. But there there is this weird connection that you have with some people. And I can't explain to you 
like me and Ricky had that and it was electric. There was almost like an electricity between us. Like we felt it. It was like tangible. And I, the one thing that it was crazy, like, and it wasn't like, it was like, it wasn't like we were like, I wasn't like looking at him like, oh, he's so fucking hot. It wasn't even like that, you know? Yeah. But there was a sexual t- energy, but it was like not surface level. It wasn't convent. It wasn't like uh, objectively. Like yes. No. It was on an energy level. Yes. Got your whistle wet. Literally. <laughs> like my pussy started like throbbing <laughs> and it was like, what the fuck, bitch? The fuck? But like there was a moment where we were on set and we were talking and then this something was going to like hit me mm-hmm. or like something like one of the carts was like going towards me and I jumped and I jumped in his arms and he caught me and uh-huh. I, but it was like back then, bitch, you know how I was with the men. Yeah. Guys, Kim, I was not, was not okay. She was not okay. any of these niggas out in these no. streets. So the fact that I just like leapt in his arms and I was like, <laughs> Oh my God. And it was so weird. Cause we both looked at each other like, Oh, whoops. You know, like that was kind of <laughs> weird. Like, Oh, you know, and then when we like sat down and had and he sat down and had like dinner with me or the, we had a like a lunch together or whatever. And he like was honest about everything right away. Mm-hmm. You know, he wasn't trying to be like, oh, I'm this nigga. Like I had this. He was yeah. like, yeah, you know, I, you know, he was just real. Right. And I was like and he was like, yeah, that was weird because I usually be faking to these bitches. And I'm like, right. <laughs> like I just told you the truth for like right right off the bat. You know, like I was like shocked myself. So I do truly feel like certain connections you're going to have. It might not be in your, like you said, it might not be in your partner. It might not, it could be just a friend or like a random person right. from LA you see. You're like, hey, right. that's wild. Yeah. That's really wild. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, that's my dream. And that's, well, yeah. Maybe if you guys have this CBD balm that Kim's company has, maybe you'll have some crazy ass dreams. Like, well, I, for Kim me, too, CBD works, is for, it works for any CBD. Like okay. I used to take these one capsules to go to sleep, only CBD, mm-hmm. and I would get them too. Mm. So I don't know what it is about that cannabinoid that makes my, I have wild dreams. It's weird because being CBD, I have a tincture that's yeah. CBD that helps, supposed to help me sleep. And like, to be honest with you, I don't feel like it works for me. Is um, it just that brand? I don't know. I've never tried another tincture, but my, you know what? You're might, might Cause you be know, honestly, brand. not every CBD is the same. Okay. Some of these CBDs, they fake it. They're like, Oh, oh we will CBD. It ain't girl. I, I must not be good. I got it from a dispensary. So I thought it was going to uh, be legit. It should be if it's from a medical dispensary, but, but, but also certain, certain brands, they, de- they derive their, right. their plant, their Depending terpenes and their from. cannabinoids differently. Because, yeah, so. And when I ingest it, I don't yeah. feel anything, but on okay. my skin and okay. as the balm, like dude, it responds so freaking well. There well. You go. Like, I'm telling you, I had, I stopped using this oil because I need it anymore. Cause like my skin hasn't been red. Well, there you go. Like, it, it cured you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's a good amazing. thing. Shit. Yeah. I'd have to keep buying it. Well, shout out to your Medicaid segment. Yeah. That's fucking sickening. I yeah. It's called herbivore. So, just so you guys know, if you want to get it, um, the CBD version is only available at Sephora.com. You cannot mm. buy it in store. Okay. Which is kind of annoying, especially because in Illinois, it's legal here, but I'm sure there's all kind of like yeah. red tape they'd have to go through if they want to sell it at Sephora's in Illinois. Um, but yeah, so go online for it because the version they have in store is a hemp oil version. Wait, so you mean you can only buy the CBD version on their website? On Sephora's website. Oh, on Sephora's yeah. website. So you can't buy it in the store at no, Sephora. Okay, got no, you. you can okay. only get it 
online. They have a version of that same yeah. oil in the store, but it's they, there's hemp, a, it's a hemp based right. version. Well, you're not they allowed had to, to do something. They had to do something yeah. to like have it in store on the shelf. CBD you can buy. You can buy e-commerce, like you can buy via e-commerce, but you can't, like, unless if you try to sell CBD in a store, like, there has to be certain licenses because it's because of the licenses, the state requirements when it comes to, like, CBD and THC. So you're right. So so Sephora doesn't have that license to do that. That's why they have to do hemp-based. Right. Um, Because even CBD, you have to have, like, certain, you know. That's why, like, when you see, like, little, like, kiosks, they'd be like, oh, you can buy some CBD here, like... Chances are that's not really real, or it's like I believe a it. I low believe quality it. CBD. I can see that for sure. Yeah, so that's why you also have to be careful where you buy your CBD from, guys. It's you can get okay. some shitty ass CBD out. Maybe in the, the next episode we can talk about CBD brands that you like, and that Cute. Be, we'll talk about yeah. that next week for Medicaid. Yeah, like, no, because we'll seriously, because some, some people, you know, they don't like they they. They may not like the feeling of, of THC, of THC yeah. or perhaps they're on a sober journey, mm-hmm. you know, and they can't, you know, if they're in AA or something or, not, you know, or Narcotics Anonymous, like they can't yeah. use, you know. Topicals, though, are um, really good because it's all going in so through your skin. A, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It might be good to like shout mm-hmm. out. Like a, we'll do that next week, guys. Yeah. We'll, uh-huh. we'll, we'll give you guys some some shout outs of some companies that we stand. So. Well, Kim stands because. She's more well versed in it. Well, I'm not like I'm not like a CBD like like expert bitch. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm like you got me out here thinking I'm like a fuck. I'm like I just like a couple <laughs> couple companies like <laughs> bitches got me out here like she's the CBD queen Kimbo aka CBD queen. <laughs> she's got me out here. Right. <laughs> uh, anyways, guys, we did have a segment for you guys like a main segment where we literally been talking our asses off. Right. Um, what it's was not that deep either? This it's yeah, it's like fun kind of fun. Yeah. yeah. So Becky, what was it? You have like the dates, right? Like yeah. a fun date that so I, talk, I went on my own Instagram and asked everyone, you know, like what was the best date they've ever been on that wasn't like a special occasion or mm-hmm. um, like an engagement dinner. Obviously, you know? so what is yours? Um, my best date that yeah. I've ever been on. Yeah. So let's just talk about our own. We will have to bring other people's in. True. We'll We're running more. out of time. Yeah, bitch. you're right. My, the best date I've ever been on was, um, with a guy that, um, I dated for a couple of months. He was a sous chef at a restaurant. <gasps> yes. Um, I remember this. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Oh my God. I forgot about him. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Sorry. And, um, so the restaurant was like an open concept and they had like a hearth and obviously, you know, his schedule was pretty much the opposite of mine. So there was this one, he's like, I really want to meet you. And like, I know it's kind of informal, but like, come have dinner, like, like come hang out. Like I would be able to be seated in front of like where he worked. Mm-hmm. He's like, come have dinner. Like, let's hang out for a bit. Like we will hang out after the service is done, which in the restaurant world, that's what they call like when the restaurant closes, like, Oh, service is over. Like the kitchen's closed. Um, and I was like, all right, cool. Yeah, I'll go, you know? And so this restaurant also had like a club bar upstairs from it mm-hmm. and he's like yeah maybe we'll like go grab drinks upstairs afterwards and I was like okay cool it was all part of the restaurant complex that, that he worked in and so I don't know something came over me and it had been a really long time but I don't know if you've ever done this but 
every once in a while, like I guess when I was like really young, like in my like a teen like teenagers, I um or even like my early twenties, like I would bring someone with me on a first date, like just because like I don't know why not, you know, like the vibe felt right. So something compelled me to invite Gels and Vanessa, and I was like, <laughs> Oh yeah, I remember now. Yeah, yeah, and I was like, Hey guys, I was like, So this guy that like. I just started talking to her. I haven't met. He invited me to come have dinner, you know, like, do you guys want to come? Like, I think he might hook it up too. And she's like, they're like, yeah, let's go, you know? And, um, so I got there and the thing is in the restaurant world, if you take like, I don't, a lot of people don't know this, but if you take like a six pack or even a 12 pack or like a bottle of wine or a bottle of hard liquor for the kitchen, like they will like hook you up and stuff. And he had told me, he's like, bring something like as a gift um, for the kitchen. So I took a bottle of mezcal um, from my dad's hometown. And like, it's very rare. Like the only, re- the only reason why we have mezcal from my dad's town is like people bring it, like I have family members that drive back with it. And so it's not something you can get at like any liquor store. So I took a bottle of mezcal and this restaurant was kind of like a foodie place. It was like a nicer place where people like appreciate good food. They have a sommelier. Um, so I took it and right away everyone was like, oh my God, this is so, it was a bunch of white people too, like a bunch of white hipsters. So of course they lost their mind, you know, and they were so excited. Then the girls showed up and like, it was just super fun. They, They sent over all this food and like, all these drinks and they turned it into like a tasting menu for us and it turned out he was really cute in person so like that was exciting too so I was like okay this is cute and he's cool and like it was just fun to see him like working in his element and his element and having a good time with it and um and like me just really paying attention to like how like the line how the line works in a restaurant you know and like that's a whole other thing like it's very intense and it's a lot of work. Um, but yeah, it was just super fun and we ended up getting really drunk and then the service shut down and we all went upstairs and we like were ordering drinks and the DJ was really good and we were just like dancing and goofing off and having a good time. Then we shut that place down, went back downstairs in the kitchen. At one point we like ended up doing like beer bongs. <laughs> Jesus. Like, I remember Jill sent, like, a Snapchat of me to, like, Orlando, and I was, like, on the ground, like, chugging a beer out of a beer bong, and the dude that I was talking to was, like, holding it up. I'm done. <laughs> I can't. I was that hang... I, I was, like, massive, like, one of, like, the worst hangovers of my life the I next bet. day. And I was just, like... But you had a good time. Oh, my God. It was so much fun. And, like, Giles and Vanessa were like, oh, my God, he's so cool. This was so fun. And, like. Well, because it was also unplanned. It was, like, one of those, like, just, like, spur the moment type of things. Yeah. Yeah. It just happened. So. Yeah, definitely. That's cute. It was a really fun date. And, you know, if you guys, I mean, that's the thing about dating is, like, make it fun. Like, if it's something that feels, like, really daunting to you, bring a friend with you on a date. Like, there's nothing wrong with that. Like. You know, I think sometimes we put too much stock into like that first date, making it be like an interview or like trying to find like, you know, just like just be for a moment, like and just be present and just have a good time. Because at at, I, at worst, I know dating can be fucking terrible. I yeah. get it. Like I get it. Like 
you know, there are dates that people have gone on dates from like dating apps that have gone horribly wrong and, mm-hmm. you know, just terrible. But then at its best, obviously, of course, you meet like whoever you're going to end up with, but also too at that mid-level where it's like good. You can, cause I'm still friends with that guy. Like we're still friendly. Like we're really right. cool. Like it didn't work out between us, you know, but like. I, I, it was a good time. It was a good time. Yeah. And he was a good time. And I, you know, I, I got a friend out of it. Right. There you go. You know what I mean? Like, why not? Like, right. what's wrong with that? So. And cuffing season's around cuffing the corner. Cuffing season is around the corner. That's so, what inspired you for this, right? Yeah, I think it was. I've been like, you know, thinking a lot about like dating again and putting myself back out there again. And Ooh. like Kimbo and. Excuse me. Kimbo, I've been, I have Kimbo a man. Kimbo via bitch. 2015. Okay. I was like, bitch, <laughs> trying to make me as bitter as you are, bitch. The fuck? <laughs> 2014 Kimbo. <laughs> right. I'm like, she's she, in the past now. As Kim says, she she's, was in rare form. She was. <laughs> she was out. Single girl swag was not her. Like, and she was not featuring these niggas on these streets. No, not at all. She was not. <laughs> so. But I had fun. That's that Kim had fun though. She oh, had no, a good time. Sure. She had no, a good listen, time. Listen, I'm still living my best life, even yeah. though I can't stand most of these dudes out here. Yeah, I, I know. really cannot. I'm just like in a constant state of rolling my eyes. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> she really is all the time. But, um, but yeah, you know, have fun with it. And I don't know, like I said, you know, bring a friend with you or invite them to something with your friends. I don't know. Like, just don't overthink it. Like, right. have right. fun. And if it's not, you're not having fun, then guess what? You probably shouldn't be doing it. You should probably just sit with your thoughts for a little while and just yeah. chill. So, but there were other, there was, um, you know, <laughs> with this experiment, me and Kim were talking about it. It kind of made me a little sad because not a lot of people responded either. And like, well, bitch, you put it out there like the day before. No, I know. But like the, the people, I don't know, I guess. Becky, guess you're going to have to give people time and you have to make it. I know. This bitch put out like They're- a whole press release, <laughs> like an iOS press release. It was like, come on, guys, answer the question. <laughs> Nowadays, you need to be clear and concise. So that, so yeah. So I did my own <laughs> poll, right? So Becky wanted to share her thing. Mine was fun, right? Mine was a really fun post that I posted because we're experimenting. We want right. to fun. We're experimenting we with engagement. We want to engage our listeners. Yeah, we're, we're experimenting with engagements now. <laughs> but I so- did just announce it like yesterday morning. Literally. She's like, Kim, nobody said anything. I'm like, you posted it like an hour before we had a record and you expect people to just be like rushing. And then she posted it like with this long paragraph. I'm like, girl, you got to make it short and sweet, short and sweet. So I posted this fun little post um, and then I got some fun engagements and I want to shout out some people's answers because it's fun. It's a really yeah, fun response, right? One. So I put this one, this was like a, th- a paper, uh, this was like a meme type of s- setup, but it was like pick three and only three to watch while being quarantined for 14 days. And so here are some of the, um, the classic seeks of show, uh, <laughs> sitcoms from the 90s probably or even the today's moisha but they're black sitcoms that they're mm, not all of them right or yeah no, i, I guess they, they were all are. Yeah, yeah they're all they black all sitcoms are. okay so yeah. they are all black not that that's a bad thing but i'm just no 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 but you're you right gotta, you gotta no. put that out there too yeah they're like black sitcoms because yeah i guess we can't get like yeah because you're like whatever anyways so it's pick three <laughs> <laughs> i rolled my eyes at becky Pick three and only three to watch while being quarantined for 14 days. She was not featuring Home Improvement at all. I used to watch Home Improvement, bitch. I used to watch... But I'm not going to fucking... Whatever. It's not on the list. Anyways. (laughs) Bitch. (laughs) 
this is Becky can't get she can't get she cannot get it together. So some of them so <laughs> the sitcoms were Moesha, The Cosby Show, Good Times, The Jeffersons, The Jeffersons, A Different World, Martin, My Wife and Kids, The Bernie Mac Show, Girlfriends, Family Matters, The Jamie mm-hmm. Foxx Show, The Steve Harvey Show, Sister Sister, Living Single, The Parenthood. Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, The Parkers, Everybody Hates Chris, 227, uh, In the House, Amen, which I never heard of, Um, Smart Guy, there's one called Rock that I never heard of, R-O-C, whatever, Uh, The Waynes Brothers, Malcolm and Eddie, Hanging with Mr. Cooper, The Chappelle Show, The Boondocks, That's So Raven, Proud Family, uh, Keenan and Kel, and then In Living Color. So that's a really good like chunky Mm -hmm. amount of shows and then we had some really fun engagements people had some fun with it people i asked people to send me their three choices so my homegirl lala sent she posted a hers or the Chappelle Mm -hmm. show boondocks in a different world um your cousin orlando the (laughs) the halston the halston harlot um (laughs) aka the halston harlot he put down uh, Girlfriends, <laughs> Martin, and Family Matters, which that's two of mine. Uh, so I chose Girlfriends, yeah. Martin, and My Wife and Kids. Now, guys. Which one is that one? My Wife and Kids is so good. It actually has Tisha Campbell Martin from Martin. The Gina. The oh, G- okay. And it's got the Waynes Brothers. Um, it's got, um, fuck, what's his name? Not, not um, Marlon or, or not the one Damon. Not Twins. No, they're not twins, bitch. They're not? <laughs> no. Oh, None of them niggas are twins. It's, oh, not the, it's the second oldest. I'll get the name. Damon. It's oh, yeah, Damon okay, Wayne. Okay, okay. He's in it. It's hilarious. But you got to uh-huh. think about 14 days of quarantine. Yeah, so what I can know. you binge watch, right? So my one friend, my one girl, shout out to Roger. She And that's she the posted, only thing you can watch. Like you're yeah, sitting it's 14 in a room days of quarantine. With a DVD player and you just got hella like the just the series right. on DVD. So my girl Roger said a different world, the fresh prince in living color. One of my family members hit me up. She says, A different world, the Wayne's brothers, everybody hates Chris. Uh, one of my ex, uh, one, shout out to Daniel. He was like my, my security guard mm-hmm. friend. He said Family Matters, the Steve Harvey show, the French Prince of, the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, mm-hmm. you know. So every, we had some really fun engagements. Becky is not a person of color because she could not <laughs> choose three in this. Le- no, I did. I picked Chappelle. So I, I, I said I couldn't finish the three because I picked Chappelle show. Yeah. Keenan and Cal. But then I loved Ke- oh, bitch. Don't you dare! Didn't you? Want- so, okay, so here's what's I'm rolling true. my eyes. She's not so black. I was. She's not a person of color. <laughs> I'm just kidding. So did you love all that growing up? The sketch comedy show on Nickelodeon. Bitch, I didn't have cable. Oh, see, okay, for us with cable. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you and your cable. For those that had cable television. <laughs> I didn't. I was poor. Whatever. (laughs) We didn't have cable, bitch. Martin. Okay, so we need to watch all that because it was. It's actually SNL for kids, and it, dude, it was so funny that my sister would watch it with me. Is it colored? Was it white? Yeah, Keenan, Keenan, and Kel were on there. Okay, they were on. there. I think they got their show spinoff from from that show. Okay, yeah. What's your third one? And they had a very. So that's the thing. I couldn't pick. So pick one. Let me see it again. Hold on. I so I. (laughs) I was between Smart Guy, and I know because I like that one. Um, (laughs) 
rolling. <laughs> she just rolled her eyes. I at did. Me. Um, I was between that one and Family Matters. Those That's were solid. The, yeah. Matters, yeah. But like 14 days of quarantine. So think of what you can like binge watch. And leave that's the on. thing. Like I would, I would like to have like a fun, like a balance, like one drama, one comedy. Oh my God. Like one You're doing thriller. 13 months. <laughs> Just pick your faves. Oh my God. Mine, mine were easy. Cause I was like, Martin is like, <laughs> yeah, guys, Kim is a Martin stan. They're, down. The thing is, I might have. I have. And to, so I'm, is my cousin. I have to have Orlando on for that for the Martin yeah, appreciation episode. Then, because he's the only one I could really like, like nerd out with about Martin. Because I honestly, love I've Martin. Seen it. I've seen it, but I couldn't. I couldn't tell you a quote. Oh my! God. I couldn't tell you. You're the like, worst. <laughs> and then I girlfriends. was a Disney and Nickelodeon girl. She was fake Caucasian <laughs> about her life back in the day when she was a little girl. And I was like, girlfriends <laughs> is iconic. Girlfriends right. is iconic. And I rewatched it as I've a never girl. Never seen an episode. Oh my god! I know. Oh my! It's on Netflix. Watch it. I know. It's so good. I put it on my list. I watched it as an adult. Like the thing is, for me, the true sitcoms that really like resonate as when I was younger, and then now those are the ones I'm like, all right, I fucks with you. Because there's some like I I started watching In Living Cover recently. And it just doesn't hit. It didn't tra- like it no, didn't age well. It doesn't hit me the same. It doesn't. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. Like I've been trying to go back. I watch. Oh, I tried watching Moesha as an adult. Doesn't hit the same. Mm-hmm. Like some certain ones. Like I watched Eddie and Griffin for uh no Malcolm and Eddie for a little bit. It was like okay. It didn't yeah. hit the same. It was weird. Yeah. But Martin always hits. Fresh Prince of Bel Air always hits. Like yeah. that would have that would have been. Well, that's like good comedy writing. True. When that, it that's ages like ageless. Well, yeah. yeah. It's ageless. Timeless. Because some jokes they're just not. You know. Yeah. My wife and Why kids is so still many funny. comedians have gotten canceled because the shit they said. You know that I they know. thought was funny. Well, Martin was. Hella problematic. Really? Oh my God. So problematic, but Uh it's still so fucking funny. (laughs) But my my, my wife and kids is so good too. Even to this day, it's so funny. So I'm like, but yeah, that was just like a fun engagement with you guys on like our social media. We're going to do more of this and we're going to get more organized about it. I know. This was a hot mess. We were truly on some, you were talking about Kim. No one's saying anything. I'm like, you posted it yesterday (laughs) and you expected everybody to like come at you with some questions. It's crazy though because one of the people that responded, she had a similar thing, but it was with her and her boyfriend. They went on a date to a restaurant. Yeah. And I guess they had heard like if they take a bottle or something for the kitchen, for this particular restaurant that like they'll like party with you and they did and it was like a super fun night and I guess there was like a group of girls that were there too that shut it down and they like this like random group of strangers came together to party with like the cooks from well there you go this restaurant this is a thing it was really fun well that's and then someone else said their favorite dates uh well he put plural or his favorite date was a breakfast date that's cute. Yeah, which I, like I actually love breakfast days. Those yeah. are like my favorite. Those are like so. a different vibe. Like you just woke up. It's like you're starting your day. Well, those are like, good because like if you didn't like the person, obviously like you can skip out early and you didn't like spend waste. That's true. Evening, that's true. And you already got your day started and yeah. you're dressed cute. But if it's like good and you're having fun you can have the whole day you could have the whole day together yeah that's mm-hmm. a good idea it's okay, really fun cute. well we'll work on more engagement like questions with you guys we'll have this more be interactive and you know because it was fun to engage with you guys but it has to be something fun and like relatable and so we'll True. come up with different things that we can kind of like interact with you guys but um i have a quote of the day becky's not gonna get it because she's a fucking white colonizer over there <laughs> uh so the quote of the day is that ain't no damn puppy, Gina. 
And that's from Martin. Yeah. What's up? The real ones know what's up. The real ones know that episode where Martin and that damn puppy looking thing. Ooh, How many sh- seasons are there? Five. Okay. And the fifth one, though, is like not, it's like that, like the fifth one, though. Like How Martin, long are the episodes? They're like sitcoms, you know. Like half an hour? Yeah. Well, like with commercials. So that's like 22, 20 minutes without oh, commercials. I'm going to watch it. Oh, bitch. We're yeah. watching one right now. Like Martin <laughs> is so good. It's such a good okay. show. It's so funny. But anyways, that's my, that's the quote of the day. It's from Martin. If you guys haven't watched Martin yet, what are you waiting for? <laughs> oh, Vanessa said Martin was on hers. Yes. Oh, babe. fuck. Vanessa said Martin. I think she said, I was like surprised she said Martin. I was like, oh, yeah. I forgot what her other two were. I didn't screenshot hers. But yeah, but shout out to her. She she did say Martin was on him. Oh, and Christian didn't do his either. Damn. He maybe would have had didn't some, see it. Maybe he didn't see it. Yeah, because he would have totally been mm-hmm. responded. So, Well, if y'all want to yeah. make, make a questionnaire for those that had cable television. Oh, my God. <laughs> we could do our own survey. And, and on that note, <laughs> and on that note, we're going to say goodbye because <laughs> Becky's out here trying it. The fuck? talking about cable fuck out of here the real ones had that antenna okay we watched what was on channel 50 and on channel 32 and on channel 9 because we kept it real okay and we watched we watched we watched what we had to watch we had to get through life we didn't have cable like some of you privileged people anyways guys we love you so much thank you so much for listening again with our bullshit this episode was all over the place we appreciate you kind of like let us know if you guys liked it because i think it was like kind of meaty yeah it was because we had a lot to talk about so we we had so much to talk about kim called me this morning and she was like what is it gonna be on i was like why don't we just talk about everything i know we have so like i mean like literally we're like two hours and like we need to stop talking like it's so meany that we need to like like this like uh, not off the dome because we definitely plan for it yeah just like a conversational having fun and lots of different topics let us know yeah so yeah guys you can always reach out with us uh you can always reach out um, we're more engaging on like Instagram. So like our Instagram is Kimbo underscore ish Kimboology podcast. And then we have Bextra Lexter here. We'll put them all in the show notes. You can always email us too at Kimboology podcast at gmail.com. Um, Becky's got a Reddit. We have to, um, literally we're going to have a whole episode guys. She's a Reddit queen. I'm done. She's a Reddit queen. So we're going to figure out that she's, she's going to, you know, <laughs> she's going to slide into the Reddit street soon. So just keep. You know, keep a lookout for that. Twitter is something I'm trying to engage more on, but it's work. So there's that. Um, TikTok, fuck that shit. What we just can't even. Facebook. Facebot? Wow. You need to go to sleep. I, we're going to get on TikTok, guys. I know Kim we need is to. reluctant. But you need to do it. You know, you're good at Reddit and stuff like that. You're really good with that stuff. Mm-hmm. I can't with these TikTok queens. It's so much work. Did you, well, did you hear there's a lot of black creators that are leaving TikTok, too? Yeah, I heard they're trying to, like, protest because these white pe- people are fucking stealing like all their ideas again. Doesn't. Yeah, of course. It, it, always feed, it always kicks us out. Always. I'm not surprised. Yeah. Well, you know, they also, also to, like, queer and, like, gay yeah, um, I believe it. creators, too. It's like, always around white, you know, you know, what do you go, white cisgender men and women that are just you know dancing mm-hmm. like google or like look up the hashtag white girls twerking and just throw up it's disgusting like it's just like because if you look up black girls twerking or twer- girls twer- like it's all banned watch really oh d- down bitch oh my down God. yeah it's it's all of fucking it's bullshit 
all of it. Yeah. I know. That's like half of me hates social media. Half of me is like, I know I got to engage on it, but like, whatever, you know what I mean? It's trash. It's not, it's not centered around for our success. It's like, it's always geared towards them. Always. Right. You know? Yeah. Girl. Like I saw these bitches fucking, you know, hashtagging white girls twerking. I'm like, really? So I want to see your bony ass twerking. Oh, that's (laughs) nice. Anyways. (laughs) <laughs> Look how bitter I am. Anyways, we got to go. We've been talking way too long. All right, guys. We love you for real. We'll catch you guys next week. And yeah, thanks so much. Oh, um, what should we leave them with? Um, make sure they... Get some CBD oil. Yeah, get some CBD oil. Share this episode with your friends and family. Um, and just engage with us when, our, when we post again. Keep a lookout for our posts. We're going to post some stuff with engaging with you guys. So yeah. keep a lookout, okay? We love you for real. Bye. Bye. Kimbo out. Brought to you by the Rick Dog Network. (laughs) Well, shoot the damn dog.